Hello fellow homebrewers, JP here, and I want to introduce to you the brand new Brewbuilt X1 Conical Series available at More Beer. More Beer sells the highest standard in homebrewing equipment, and the Brewbuilt Conicals are just that. They're made from mere polished 304 stainless steel, and they come with loads of features that you and I have been looking for. They have a full 2-inch bottom dump valve, which will eliminate your clogging issues, while the sturdy base includes four reinforced legs, just like those big pro tanks do. More Beer also carries the Brewbuilt line of options and add-ons like casters, pressure kits, and even external glycol chillers. So you can find out more about the new Brewbuilt X1 Conical Unitanks by going over to morebeer.com for detailed videos on the entire line of Brewbuilt Conicals. You can trust Brewbuilt with your next fermentation, and you can trust More Beer to find the right conical for you. Brewbuilt at morebeer.com. Today's Sunday session is brought to you thanks to the fine folks at More Beer. Visit them right now at morebeer.com. If you really want to be one of the best brewers there is... I stopped uh, dressing all in plastic. You better be brewing five to six times a week. A beer, every beer, is made with love, and it begs to, to be appreciated. I need something to kill the salmonella I'm kind of worried about in the eggs. Do you find that uh, that the hops kind of clash with the uh, chicken embryo you put in there? <laughs> well, I might sleep here tonight. It's a California <laughs> king. There's plenty of room for both of us, Beavis. Yeah. How many of the brewers over there have seen your ass? That's Clearly. it. Someone's getting cut tonight. All yeah. I have to say is, hey, McDowell, how you doing? <laughs> <laughs> no. Live from the Brewing Network Studios in Northern California, this is the radio program for home brewers, craft brewers, beer lovers, and beer geeks. It's your only source for live beer radio that brings expert brewers together with, well, expert drinkers. This is the radio program with a head on it. This is The Session. Hey, good evening, everybody. Happy San Francisco Beer Week. It's our first night of Beer Week here at the Hop Grenade, and uh, we're excited about it. we got a full week of events, and we're kicking it off with Pizza Port Solana Beach is with us tonight. In studio, the brewmaster, uh, as well as a bunch of Pizza Port beer on tap. Uh, Pizza Port, of course, has a few locations, so we've got loca- uh, beer from, from all over, but... It's a lot of good beer. Uh, Devin's in studio with us. Devin Randall, thanks for being here. Woohoo! Thank you. And uh, <laughs> I'm looking over our beer list today, and I know it's not all of your beers. You brought us some other beers to talk about. But I'm going down the list, and I'm going IPA, double IPA, IPA, double IPA. You're going to get us drunk tonight. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> That's this, what I'm here for, this right? This is part of the plan, yeah. <laughs> a, a good guest uh, gets us drunk. I, is, that's part of my criteria, I feel well, like. I hand-bottled lots of beer, and then we've got draft from all the locations. So, yeah. Awesome, awesome. <laughs> all right, so if you're still in the area, you can get down to the Hop Grenade in Concord right now and check us out. And uh, we've got lots of events this week. This is just our kickoff here with Pizza Port, and we're excited to have uh, Devin in the studio with us and, and some of the beers on tap. Uh, of course, Beer Week already kicked off uh, on Friday with the opening... Uh, gala, gala. I don't know what you guys. It was gay. Right. So we. Yeah. How was it, Tasty? You went. No, it was right? great. You yeah. always go. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. You had a good time. Yeah, it was a great time. A lot of lot of uh, brewers there, of course, to represent themselves. And, That's uh, good. It's great. It's like what fifty over fifty breweries at the yeah gala they get a bunch something. That's yeah. a lot. Yeah, that's a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I like the way they do it, though. I like the venue there. It's a good spot this time. Yeah, yeah worked out. 
Uh, Devin, did you come up in time for that, or did you just get here? Um, I didn't even know about it until Friday. Yeah. I think a lot of people from in town went, but a lot of the people from out of, out of town Don't didn't go. get tickets in time. Or yeah. yeah, it sells out really fast, but it was sold out. Yeah, it's a fun way to kick off the event because all the brewers go, and then you just get sort of a bird's eye view of what SF Beer Week is like. By the way, it's SF Beer Week, thirteen days or some stupid thing, and uh, there's a you know ten events a day. Right. Fortnite. Um, it's yeah, <laughs> yeah. beer Fortnite yeah. exactly. Normal guys- weeks aren't thirteen days. Uh, no, apparently not. Beer. Oh, uh, I've been doing it wrong the whole yeah. time. <laughs> yeah. By the way, you're, uh, Jamil's probably only paying you for seven of the 13 days. <laughs> right. Oh, he is the one who said it. a week was 13 days. Yeah. 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 Well, well, that makes sense. That means, according to Warren, it's 1989 right now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's 13 days. Yeah. Yeah. You guys have San Diego Beer Week as well, right? Yeah, San Diego Beer Week um, tries to kill me every year. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody has a beer deal. Week it's it's uh, two weekends. It was... I want to say November. I had just gotten back from Norway this last time, so I was like super jet lagged and jumped right into beer week. So oh. that was fun. Well, that's a good <laughs> cure for jet lag, though. Just start partying right sure. away. Yeah, yeah, just jump right back in. <laughs> it was needs, great. <laughs> who, who needs sleep? San Diego beer week's probably fun to be at. Now every city has a beer week now. Well, every city deserves one. We need right. we need a conquered beer week. We do. Yeah. I was just thinking that, like my hometown, Hesperia Beer Week. I think <laughs> I feel like yeah. we need a little desert beer week. I think Monterey yeah. has a beer week now. Like, oh, do they? Every little town has a its own beer week. It's like a mark of being alive or something. Monterey has like a brewery and a place to buy good, maybe two places to buy good beer, right? I mean, forgive me, Monterey, if I'm exaggerating, but I'm, a, I'm pretty close. I'm there's sure. at least yeah. one brew pub that I know of in Monterey. Okay. Yeah. So, well, that's well, a great beer week for them. Yeah, and just, then it's one, like a circle. Yeah, and then but, two good beer bars, and that's about it. I don't know if there's 100,000 people that live in Monterey. Like, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> when I went to uh, Bellingham's first beer week in 2013, they had one of the events was like a, uh, a tap takeover, New Belgium, and I think they had like Fat Tire on. On seven taps. It was like one tap. We've yeah. got, well, we've got four kegs of Fat Tire, and we put them on four taps. It's not a lie. <laughs> They're each, all taken over. Each batch is different. Right. You can have... One month old, six month old, <laughs> one year old. Age worn. Well, our beer week events are pretty damn good. I'm excited about it. It's the first beer week that the Hop Grenade has been alive, and so we thought we'd go for it. And we're do. I used to make fun of places for doing beer week events every night of the week. Yes, you we're, did. That's now what we're doing. Oh, good. <laughs> so I just thought I don't know how could we yeah. not. Well, we you yeah. know we took the weekends off. We just went Monday through Friday. Ah, uh, that's not true. We added a Saturday Sunday uh, at the end of it. <laughs> oh, well, I'm out of the so, loop. So yeah, we didn't start the weekend with it. You're right about that, but we added two to the end. Okay. Uh, Next year we'll go every single night. Every, yeah. You also but it's fun only of- one week, damn it! <laughs> yeah, you also that's made- true. We stuck to seven days. Thank yeah. you, Nicole. You also made, used to make fun of uh, bars and breweries who did beer weeks that weren't close to San Francisco. <laughs> yeah, yeah. it's not San Francisco. <laughs> right. I know. You You're just going get like sucked Oakland, in. maybe you could that, I remember having like Oakland Woods, like the line that right. we drew. But like Walnut Creek, that's too far away. That's not San Francisco. So maybe you're on to something, JP. Not uh, only <laughs> not only have I bitched about it, but. We we could skip Beer Week next week next year and yeah. do Concord Beer Week directly after. Please yes. call it Pacheco Beer Week. <laughs> there'll be please, no, there'll be, please. Yeah. East Bay Beer Week. East Bay Beer. There'll be no competition. No, no, because no, because everyone be like, what the really? Yeah, yeah. Everyone, call, I bet we could still put on Bay some great events. Isn't there like a brewery now called the East Is Bay there? or something? Oh, no, there's there. a there's an awesome uh, yeast maker. Yeah. yeah. Called Nick. the Yeast Bay. Called the Yeast Bay, yeah. That's His name's Nick. He's the guest on the next Sour Hour. Oh, cool. He's really cool. Excellent. Okay. The Listen Bay. to the next Sour Hour. There we go. <laughs> so we can't steal that. No. That's too bad. 
Well, so we've got our show tonight with Devin and Pete yeah. Support. Tomorrow night, we've got Society Brewing Company coming in. You can meet Society Brewing Company. So two nights of San Diego, which, I don't know, for some reason, we love San Diego. I don't I like anything. A lot, a lot of San Diego beers up here. Yeah. Like, you want to go drink other beers from San Francisco and other places, and I'm like, oh, but there's that beer that I can't get at home. Yeah, absolutely. That's from home, yeah. Yeah, we're, we've gotten some good San Diego beers. Yeah. So Meet Society tomorrow night. That's at 7. You're going to want to come out for that. We're going to have the guys here, and I'll do a little Q&A interview. Not locked away in the studio here, but out there in the tap room so that you can participate and ask your own questions of the guys. Cool. Then the following day, on Wednesday, we have... A free gourmet cheese night. Wow. Like all free cheese uh, with Whole Foods. They're bringing great gourmet cheese from three different creameries, I think. And uh, and then you can buy beer to pair with it. We'll have some suggestions of what you can pair with the cheese. That's cool. What kind and, of cheese uh, are you, uh, you going to have? Uh, I don't I know. Are Wednesdays know. really that bad that you have to lure people with free I mean, cheese? <laughs> no, not at all. Beer Actually, uh, they contacted us and we're like, hey, we've got great cheese. How about we come give it away? And what do you do? You say no to that? You go, oh, right. no. That sounds wonderful. No, we want to pay for everything. <laughs> yeah, no, no, please. No, let's just let's stand with uh, even white cheddar and that's it. Yeah. Just white cheddar and we'll pay double. Yeah. You take it for free and then sell it here. Yeah. So you're not that's invited, what, Nicole. You can go somewhere yeah. else on your Wednesday. Yeah, somewhere that's really busy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we got a great night on Wednesday. Also, I'm speaking at an event at um, Ale Industries down in uh, Oakland at their new, I guess it's Jack London, uh, Jack London Square location. Uh, Fruitvale. 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 Thank yeah. you. The Jingle Town Jazz Room, I yeah. believe it's called. That's pretty neat. And we're doing like a, a beer industry night. That's cool. I think I'm supposed to speak about. About what? The beer industry. Owning a brewery or like... Uh, how, how not to brew. Business. Yeah, bottling or... He's going to wear his business socks. Any, yeah. <laughs> should I wear a suit, you think, JP? No. It's business night. I think you should go in a bathing suit. A ba- that's what I meant. Yeah. Ba- oh, should okay, I wear my yeah. suit? Well, then yes, please do Jay this. looks pretty yeah. great in a suit. <laughs> Thank you. So I should wear a suit then. I'll look ridiculous. It was a great picture of Jay and Nate in suits. Grabbing each other's balls because good. Nate looks good in a suit. I couldn't resist his balls. He has a he, he's a nice looking man in a suit. Yeah, uh, let's see. Then on uh, I guess it's Thursday night our event. Funny they don't taste Jewish. We've got Schmaltz Brewing Company coming in, and it's it's our Jews and Brews night. But they wouldn't go with Jews and Brews, so we had to rename it. It's yeah. still a pretty Jewy name. Typical. They had to take over the creative side. You know, yeah, couldn't go with our. <laughs> Our suggestion. Yeah, it's kind of fucked up. But we've got Schmaltz Brewing Company coming in with a bunch of their um, uh, rare beers, plus some of their uh, new beers coming out of the New York Brewery. Uh, they're brewing great beer right now since they opened that new brewery out there. So a big Schmaltz event on Thursday. On Friday, it's Barrel Night with Firestone Walker. And so it's it's uh, Matt Brennelson's coming in to share his beer from Firestone, but then also their new Barrel Works program. He's got a beer from that, too. I haven't had any of that stuff. I think, oh, you didn't have any of the, the feral one? Even you had in the one bottle, bottle in here. No? Had, no, we had it in the show. Did, we, no, did you share the one? one somebody had a bottle. You tried it. Scott yeah. has a case in his fridge at home. <laughs> yeah, it was <laughs> sent for the show. Scott's got the rest of it. Yeah. 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 Uh, you'll you'll get some Friday. Right. <laughs> right. So he's bringing up a bunch of Barrel Works beer, and it's still in the works. There's a rumor that uh, Vinny and Russian River might show up, but I don't know. He's oh, trying. Right. He's trying. He told yeah. me. Yeah, he's still trying. I still didn't get a note. He's a busy guy during SF beer. Yesterday he said he's trying. Yeah. 
Okay, good. So, so there could be one hell of a barrel night here on Friday, <laughs> yeah. with or without Russian River. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Matt's bringing up some great stuff, <laughs> right. and then if you add in a little he bit would of bring that, beer, yeah. uh, it'll be some good stuff. Uh, then we're doing a little chocolate and beer for Valentine's Day, and then on Sunday it's our SF Beer Week All Stars, where we'll take everything that we didn't drink up ourselves during the week and put it all on tap. So we'll have this killer, like, I know you're hungover, come in and drink great beer day on Sunday. Which I might do. I might just come sit on our couch. I think you should. You know, normally I sit on my couch at home, but we have a couch here, and we'll have 21 taps of pretty killer beer from SF Beer Week. It's not quite long enough to splay out completely in a, in a prone position, which is, I'm, I'm picturing you doing that on your home sofa. Yeah. With, Are you going to be, gonna be up, sitting upright? Um, no, I'll, I'll bring an extra stool to put my feet on. An ottoman from yeah. home. And I'll still be in my boxers. <laughs> yeah, everything. No, so. I, I think you could, I contemplated sleeping on that the night before Winterfest, just so I would be here early. You did, didn't you? I, I really did. You'd have to be in like a fetal position. But what I was going to do is shove it up against the wall so I had wall support. Mm. So, it so you don't roll off. It yeah. could happen. Yeah. I'm Wait. just saying, I have faith in you. I might stay here all week. We have good events. <laughs> didn't your boxer die already? Uh, it was a pit bull, oh. and I'm talking about boxers. Oh. Too soon, JP. Too soon. Whatever. I just went and visited my dad, and he pulls out like all these old photos of my dead dog. He's like, "Here, I found these for you." <laughs> Thanks, I'm Dad. Burn them, but I also found some Tinder anyway. I'm just gonna go in your basement and cry for an hour, just when you were starting to get over it. Yeah, exactly. Anyway, yeah, I just went back east to Connecticut. My aunt Carmel, my great great aunt Carmel. Turned 100 years oh, sorry. old. Caramel, like like caramel, like caramel. On caramel, like, like the food. Yeah, like, like I don't know. On caramel, like burnt sugar. But I didn't think about it. I met her when I was a baby. Did you not hear about the hundred years old part? She's a hundred years old. Amazing. And she she drove herself to get her driver's license renewed. Like six months ago. And she can see over the steering wheel. She's fine. Wow. She stopped bowling every week when she was 98. Quitter. Uh, <laughs> she's slowing down. Yeah. She's amazing. And yeah, she's still, I don't think she's like driving uh, on the regular, which is probably a good idea. But she still wanted to keep her license. And to do that, you got to drive yourself to the DMV, which she did. And uh, I don't know, it's pretty cool. Does she have That's a big great. Cadillac? Or does she drive? Uh, not anymore. No, she did years ago, I remember. I want one of those Cadillac cars. <laughs> yeah. And then later on, like a big Oldsmobile, you know. Right, yes. Yeah. A boat. I remember all that stuff. Yeah. I had a cool family. It's a Fiat. (laughs) Smart car. I had this great Italian family. They all used to live on the same street. Like they were, their their parents, the people I'm talking about, were all like fresh off the boat. So all this first generation, like it's kind of a cliche. My Aunt Carmel, my Auntie Lola, my Uncle Guido, my, uh, I'm not making any of this up, my Aunt Gloria, um, Uncle Cappy, uh, all these, they all lived on one street. They have photos of it. Uh, Mafia. Is, yeah. They imported olive oil. All olive oil. Forget about it. Yeah. So, anyhow, 100 years old. None of us are going to live to that, especially not tasty. Uh, we'll be lucky if we get halfway there. Oh, yeah. That's what I'm thinking. Like, I had my mi- I was middle aged at twenty two I think no that's probably true I knew you at twenty two you were middle aged <laughs> <Yes. laughs> exactly right all right uh, what else do I have for you yeah. in the announcement so come check out our SF Beer Week events you can go to the Hop Grenade Facebook page or go to the HopGrenade.com and you can see all the events right there on our page uh, I'm speaking at the Blue Bonnet Brew Off this year in Texas it's the uh, the United States's uh, largest single homebrew competition and they get some great keynote 
keynote speakers. Apparently, they must have had a cancellation or something. <laughs> because they called and invited me. Um, and I'm bringing Nathan Smith with me. Nice. Well, they do this thing where the, usually the keynote speaker, you do the keynote speech. And, uh, and they invited me to do that. And then the following day, you do a technical talk on, on brewing. Which is why you brought Nate. Well, because they sent me the invite. And, you know, I don't want to disappoint anybody. So I just I answered honestly. And I said, I'm, I'm honored. Are you sure you want me to do the technical talk? Like, I don't, I mean, I can probably do something, but no one's going to go away feeling like, wow, we really learned something at the Blue Bonnet this year. So I was like, why don't you choose someone, you know, from my staff who could come along if you have it in the budget? And so they wanted to hear from Nathan this year. And there were, so I'm bringing Nate Smith along with me. Awesome. And he's bringing me. Oh, you're going too? Sweet. Oh, we're going to have a party. I guess we could. Apparently, it's a really good time. I'm excited about doing it. I don't know what I'm going to do the keynote about. They said I can talk about anything I wanted as long as it's beer later. Wow. Talk about like the rise of the Protestants in Germany in like the 1500s. And then just add what style of beer would have been around then. And then go on about. Yeah, like the rise of polygamy and and Christian sects of offshoots of uh, Protestants. It would be amazing. It would be great. Uh, okay, so, yeah, I'm, I'm going there. If you can go to bluebonnetbrewoff.org. I think you can buy tickets. There's, like, a great uh, dinner, and there's all these different bus tours. I think we're all going to go on a bus tour, Nicole. And they I love touring buses. Drive us around. They're yeah, so spacious. Well, buses are nice, you know. Um, so go check it out at bluebonnetbrewoff.org. It's in. Um, it's next month. It's like March nineteenth or something. March twentieth. So. Cool. Uh, Bluebonnetbrewoff.com. Look at the picture they chose of, of uh, Nathan Nicole that, to put on the website. He's very. He looks very aggressive. Quality products. Um, oh, I killed you guys. Oh, sorry about that. Oh uh, yeah. Look. Look how handsome he looks. And by handsome, I mean he looks sick. A little devilish. I'm just about to tweet that photo of you guys in suits, by the way. Oh, good. Nate is a handsome devil. All right. Anyhow, go check us out at the Blue Bonnet. Brew off. Go to bluebonnetbrewoff.org. Uh, uh, also, you know we won the Brewing Network Club of the Year for the... How many times? Because I don't remember. I think it was our fourth. Oh, wow. That's huh. In a row? Yeah. I think so. Oh, huh. wow. That's amazing. We must so, make good beer here yeah. <laughs> at the Brewing Network Club. <laughs> One of our competitors in the club competition, a fierce competitor, as a matter of fact, a matter of fact is Quaff, a San Diego homebrew club. And, of course, the National Homebrew Conference is down in San Diego this year. And the Brewing Network Club would like to do, I've been working with Quaff on this, we would like to do some collaboration brewing before NHC to show people that, yes, we're competitors, but it's all about good beer. So what we're going to do is somewhere, I think on February 28th is one date and March 7th is the other. I need uh, BN club members down to either go down to San Diego or who live down in San Diego, and you're going to brew some collaboration beer with Quaff members. Cool. And then on the other date, we're going to come up here to Northern California. Some Quaff members are going to come up here, and BNers will uh, team up with them and brew some more collaboration beer. All to be served at NHC this year. Um, just as a, I'm going to interrupt you. Bruce Strong is playing over top of the show right now. Damn it! That's what I've been trying to tell you. That's weird. Yeah, it's really it's really hard. First time I heard you try to tell me. You don't have to be secret about that stuff anymore. Just get on the air and because everybody knows. Tell me it's broken. Okay, it's broken. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, check Skype. I'm like, I'm trying. It takes me 10 minutes to check right. Skype. Oh, okay, uh, what were those brew dates again? Uh, so, uh, 
February 28th and March 7th are the two dates. I don't know which ones we're doing in which place yet. Uh, what I need you to do, uh, BN Army, if you're interested in this, send me an email, justin at thebrewingnetwork.com. Just shoot me an email that you're interested. We're going to team you up. I'm going to be there, as many of uh, the, the folks here as I can get to go. Uh, we might do, I haven't asked Jamil yet, but I, I might try to do our brew day up here at Heretic. Uh, either that or more beer. We'll figure mm-hmm. it out. Yeah. Uh, but we want to brew together. And then uh, cheer each other on down in San Diego. Maybe quaff. Uh, having a home court advantage this year might finally take down the Brewing Network Club. That'd be great. But we'll see. Yeah. We'll see. Either way, we want to brew some beer together and then serve it together at the National Homebrewers Conference. Uh, do you have any details on, like, is everyone brewing one batch or we're all just kind of brewing together at the same time but not related and just kind of we'll do more a, camaraderie a, shit or what? A couple of different batches, yeah. uh, however many people sign up. Uh, one brewer okay. from each club. Oh, cool. Teaming you know, up together. So however many people we get, um, hopefully right. a lot. I mean, I would like to have three or four beers. How do you, yeah. uh, how does the, the medal awarding work? So like if, right. if you and I enter with a quaff member and then, you know, you win a gold or we both win a medal or something like that. Like, how does that, I mean, this is a long it's shot. The, we're not entering the competition they, with the beers. They no. need, oh, okay. Got they it. need the points. So we'll <laughs> let them have it. <laughs> Yeah, we're not entering the competition with the beers. We're just serving them either in the hospitality suite or during some special event or or whatever at the homebrewers conference. So the idea is just to get together and brew beer and then kick each other's ass in the competition <laughs> after the fact. So shoot me an email, BN Army people, Justin at thebrewingnetwork.com so we can get this thing going. It's coming up. Uh, we're looking at one weekend, February 28th, and then the next one, uh, March 7th. So send me an email. All right. You can support us by doing your Amazon shopping. Just click the Amazon link at the homepage. Uh, subscribe and join the BN Army. You get entered to win $100 to the More Beer Monthly Donation Giveaway. Our good friends, More Beer, they're the sponsor of this session and every session that we do. Go check them out at morebeer.com. Get all these updates more over on Twitter and Facebook. Send your show ideas over to Scott the Jew, Scott at thebrewingnetwork.com. Send feedback to feedback at thebrewingnetwork.com. All right, shall we do some feedback quickly? Why not? All right, feedback's brought to you today by our good friend John over at Beer Law Center. You can go to BeerLawCenter.com, and John can help you protect your trademark like he does the hop grenade. Here we go. Sent from my iPhone writes in, uh, me and my wife had a great time at Winter Bruce Festival. Cheers. Good. Thank you for the feedback. (laughs) There you go. I had a good time at Winter Bruce Festival. It was a fun year. It definitely was. It was great. Great weather, too, man. Yeah. Another. uh, I keep lucking out. Yeah, well, I've been running my car without just idling in the driveway, trying oh, to all know, year long do the greenhouse gas thing. I think it's working. I think it paid off, right? I think it's totally working. Thank you. I feel like I should buy you a less efficient car. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> keep yeah. that bus running. <laughs> right. Yeah. I'm going to buy my bug one day. I'm, I'm going to buy that shit back. Let's park our Volkswagens in the middle of the park here all year long, just running. Yeah. Uh, it'll be like a little kitty playground. Come and rev the bug. It's. I'm, I'm telling you, it's like four years in a row, Tasty, right? Yeah, at, right? At 70 degrees? Days before, days after are shitty, but... But, uh, in, yeah, we get it right. In January. So, uh, well, thanks for coming out to the Winterfest, all of you, and uh, we can't wait for more. Uh, Brandon writes in, I just wanted to give you guys some props uh, for everything I've learned off your shows. I was able to land three medals this past weekend at the Upper Mississippi Mashup. Nice. nice. I scored a silver for both my double IPA and Kolsch and a bronze for my all pure. <coughs> Couldn't have done it without you guys. So thanks. Cheers from Brandon. Thank you. Brandon was our Song of the Year winner, wasn't he? Same dude. Zeddies? Yep. yep. That's him. Yeah. All right. Brian writes in, uh, where's the Sour Hour on the website? I saw it advertised on Twitter and don't see a link anywhere for Brian. Brian, we are building us a new website, believe it or not. And 
course, like everything else at the BN, it takes a little while. I have no place to put the Sour Hour, but you can find it in iTunes. Go to iTunes and search Sour Hour. It'll come right up. It's the only thing there. It's the only podcast of its kind, and you'll love it. And you can download it directly from there. Just go to just search Sour Hour in iTunes. Didn't we put it on uh, Stitcher, too, or, or one of the other services? Oh, yeah, it's on Stitcher as go. well. Yeah. For all the uh, people that refuse to use Apple. Yep, and you can. Uh, you don't even have to download it. You can stream it right from Stitcher. So just search Sour Hour over there. Uh, all right, Mash Hole writes in, uh, Are there any plans to make a new brewing DVD? I purchased the Pale Ale DVD featuring Matt Brunelson and absolutely loved it. I've been waiting patiently for a new one to come out. We have a lager one with uh, Dan Gordon uh, in the can. We just haven't edited it and put it out yet. So, yes, there are plans for more. We'll try to get that one out quickly and then start recruiting new brewers. Maybe Devin would do a, a DVD with us. There you go. <laughs> Probably would have to do some sort of IPA. You yeah. know, the IPA is coming out of <laughs> Clearly. pizza <Yeah>. port. <laughs> do you drink other beers besides IPA? Of course. I, you. Your gold medal, uh, not, your, not your, your, your medal winners the last couple years weren't IPAs. Yours personally. No, uh, yeah, Oatmeal Stout was a bronze at JBF, and nice. uh, not this last year, but the year before. And uh, World Beer Cup last year was a bronze for Imperial Porter. Okay. See, so, these are the I beers like dark beers, too. Okay, good. Do you keep those, do you keep those beers on regularly? <laughs> um, I brew them probably like twice a year, and they'll, they'll stick around for like maybe three months. Um, so, so beers like that, yeah, I mean maybe six months out of the year. Okay. Kind of rotating. All right. I have no idea how to pronounce this name, JP. What is it? Tepklebe. <laughs> right there. To Klebe. To Klebe, yeah. No, you got it right. Okay. I think it's I think it's uh, you know, a Douglas Adams fan. It's some sort of Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy character. Okay. I don't know the reference, but Tip Klebe writes <laughs> in. Uh, Sorry. Hey, Asshats and Bevo, I've missed every Sour Hour show, being un- unable to tune in live, and I went to the website to try to listen. Uh, let me guess. You couldn't find it. Um, <laughs> uh, just go to iTunes, all right? Jesus. Uh, here we go. Uh, Damien from Sydney writes in. <laughs> Uh, Demo. Oh, Demo. (laughs) I'm writing this after drinking Jolly Pumpkin Oro de Calabaza, Calabaza Blanco, and La Roja, followed by New Belgium La Folie, and only just missing out on La Terroir. And Jester King La Petite Prince on a visit to our Houston office. Oh, that's so nice. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> if it weren't for you guys, I'd be completely unaware of this awesomeness. Also, I wouldn't have discovered Moonlight Mead and met Michael Fairbrother at a mead tasting in Sydney. Uh, so F the haters. You guys rock. Even JP and occasionally Moscow. Cheers <laughs> uh, from Damien. Piss off, Damien. P.S. Yeah. I'm looking for the sour hour on the web. <laughs> yeah. Well, tell all those breweries so that they, you know, advertise or something. Yeah. Uh, Tim Dog writes in, Hi from Pennsylvania. I just listened to the Society Brewing episode and enjoyed it very much. I'm a home brewer, and every competition I enter, I see people, uh, people's homebrew club listed as the BN Army. So I'm sure you have lots of listeners on the East Coast. Uh, all that I ask is that you try to get more East Coast brewers on your show. Uh, thanks for all the great info, and keep up the great work. Uh, we went through a string of, of East Coast brewers a couple years we did, ago, yeah. and um, we're waiting for new recommendations of tasty East Coast brewers. Not that there aren't any. I think we just haven't uh, heard about any great Yeah, well, instead there. of complaining about it, tell us. Give us a list of five. What are your top five East Coast breweries? Send them to scott at thebrewingnetwork.com, and we'll get some more East Coast breweries in here. I did nothing but drink East Coast beer while I was out there. I went to a brew pub, uh, sorry, just a... A little tap house called okay. the Ginger Man in New York City. Yeah, it's I think a bit of a chain. There's some in Texas too. Right. And you know I went through the menu and and I'm reading everything. And most of them I don't recognize. And lo and behold, there's Pale Thirty One. <laughs> <laughs> yes. 
my go-to beer, and right. I and it took everything I could do not to order it. I felt like I would be doing a disservice to New York or East Coast breweries if I ordered the Pale Thirty One. Wow! So I I didn't order it. Unbelievable! Did you think like if you once you got it and took a sip, it would be like Obi Wan dying, where like instantly everyone in the East Coast would be like, "Oh my God, I felt this weird disturbance." A disturbance. Yeah. I just felt no guilty. I just had a strong ah, sense of guilt of that I should. I needed to do them a, like like they care. Right. Uh, They're like whatever. Yeah. yeah. Who cares? It was really hard though because JP, you and I talk about this. Yes. When you don't know the beers. That it could be so hit or miss that yeah, I just yes. do. I don't want to be disappointed. There's so many new breweries out that that it's hard to it's hard to not be loyal to consistency. Yeah. So yeah. if I know I could have this beer that I always love, anyhow, I, I didn't do it. And I were wish you I surprised? could. Uh, right. I, you know, I had some good beer. I okay. don't remember who it was from. Unfortunately, <laughs> did you get burned? Uh, I did not get burned. There I had somebody. Hey. Um, I had a, an East Coast Session IPA that I, I thought was quite nice, and uh, I, then I think I had an English Pale Ale um, from the same brewery, from the same East Coast brewery, <laughs> that and both know. that I don't know. Right. And, uh, both were good. It's a so, victory. Yeah, great. Right. I wasn't working, so yeah. I didn't like take notes or anything. I just had beer. Right. You know, Deschutes. Yeah, I never heard of him. So, yeah. I wasn't working, so I didn't take notes. You know, like remember the name. <laughs> Who remembers names? There's too yeah. many breweries now. You know, so many letters and shit. Oh, it was especially when you don't know him. It. It's not like it was Stone or something. You know, it was like <laughs> Firestone Walker. It was probably like New York Brewing Company. It was probably like the easiest. <laughs> it was like New England uh, Ginger Man Brewing Company. Yeah. Yeah. It was called Auntie Carmel's Brewing Company. <laughs> That's yeah, probably the easiest name in the world. <laughs> yeah. uh, I don't know. And then Kate, ha- Kate the Great had a, a Berliner Weitz from someone that I don't know either. Yeah. Great. So anyhow, we tried some New York beers. There you go. <laughs> wow. Comprehensive yeah. breakdown. Yeah. Yeah. Some New York beers brewing company. Thanks for the review. Yeah. All right. Uh, here we go. Brandon writes in, I'm sorry this is a bit late, but I'm an archive listener. Uh, I, needed, I need to correct a nomination from the BN Awards. I'm sure that because you're good friends with Roger and have known him for so long, it's just hard for you to see. But not only was was his interview not fit for Guest of the Year nomination, what Roger are we talking about? Roger Davis. Roger Davis. Davis. Did we vote for him as interview of the year or guest of the year? He was nominated, but he, but, was. Uh, he was nominated in the in the forum. So those are a lot of listener nominations. But did we nominate him on the yeah, show? Yeah, we sure did. Okay. Uh, all right. I'm sure he did great. Uh, so, uh, <laughs> What is this, the petting zoo? <laughs> but not only was his interview not fit for guest of the year nomination, he should have been nominated for and won the douche of the year award. <laughs> oh, Roger. Because? <laughs> all right. He goes on, he says, here's a brewer with a relatively new brewery who comes on a beer radio show to be interviewed about his beer and his brewery, and he spends the entire time acting as though he's too cool for his own beer and refusing to talk about it. Which I didn't get that feeling at all. But <laughs> uh, What the F did he come on the show for? For that matter, why did he even brew the beer in the first place? Uh, if he had ridden up on a unicycle with a parasol, sporting a handlebar mustache and a beard with flowers in it, wearing crotcheted shorts with a suspenders. That word is crocheted. Uh, thank you. Thank you. Uh, he, uh, uh, he could not have been. I like crotcheted because I feel like it's like that's like open crotch, right? That's Oddly enough, nasty. I do also. Um, he could not have been a bigger hipster douchebag. <laughs> wow. It's the only episode I almost oh, wow. turned up. So as a loyal listener and North Texas ambassador of the BN, I humbly request he be stripped of his nomination and he be named co-douche of the year along with you, Justin. Uh, You may now proceed to yell at me, Justin. (laughs) 
All right. That's compelling stuff there. Although I thought that all of... I mean, it was pretty much shtick when he wouldn't talk about the beer. Was it, though? He eventually well, talked about the beer, didn't he? Yeah, Rogers is the is a big critic of his own beer. That's how his beer is so good. So. Right. That's why he's, you know, doesn't overpromote his beers. And the more you tell him you like it, the more he goes, ah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You know. I don't I don't think he was a hip or douchebag. No, I, I do feel like no, he was a, he was a little difficult. He was, but uh, but I think it's it's because uh, like Taser said, he's really judgmental about his own about his own stuff, and that's why he fits in so well here. Because I sure. think we're all kind of like uh, we're very dismissive of the thing that we do, and it's, I think he's he's very much that way. It's also like his eighth visit to the BN, right. so part of it's an inside. Jo- I mean, I feel like he's just joking with us, and yeah, yeah. maybe that doesn't translate. Yeah, well being belligerent is part of his. Uh, <laughs> we should definitely <laughs> just be happy we didn't see his butt that much. This time. Right, <laughs> right. He kept his pants it, on. It's hard to be in a good mood when you wear crotcheted pants. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> or is it easy? <laughs> oh, maybe. Oh, yeah, You're maybe. looking at it all yeah. wrong. Don't right. forget, he was riding a unicycle, which oh, makes true. more sense with crotcheted pants <laughs> than it does crocheted <laughs> pants. Right. right. Uh, <laughs> does it though? <laughs> Yeah. Right. I don't know. I will not strip Roger of his nomination. No. He was a fun guest to have in, and I think he deserved it. Plus, he was nominated by uh, other listeners. So, Brandon, thank you for your input, um, but I defy you. Uh, all right. Uh, Jason writes in, hey, BN crew, uh, I know you hate the ass kissing, so I'll keep it short. Uh, I started listening to the session about a year ago. Uh, <laughs> I'm listen, keeping it short. Listen to a lot. It's a long email. I listen to all the shows. Uh, back to the archives. Um, Next paragraph. One that I loved the most was Can You Brew It? And found it so helpful in making me a better home brewer. I'm just wondering what happened to this awesome show and if you ever plan to bring it back. I'm sure Jamil is uh, maybe too busy to do it. Um, but thanks for the hours listening, uh, blah, 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 from Jason. Um, yeah, so uh, Candy Brewer, we, we removed a long time ago because we were having a hard time getting pro brewers to come on and, and do uh, interviews uh, with their recipes anymore. And no one ever said, like, oh, I don't give away my recipes. They just sort of didn't answer the email. Right. And we, we did some right. experiments. Like, if you sent an email and you didn't tell them what the show is about, you'd get responses. But if you sent an email with the show, you wouldn't get any responses. And then you'd meet them in person, because I know most of these or at least I see them at festivals and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then I would bring it up, and they'd all go, oh, it sounds great. I love it. And then you send the email. Nothing. Crickets. Right. So we discovered that maybe a lot of brewers didn't want to give away their recipes in such a way, and we didn't want to make them have to keep saying no or ignoring us. So we moved the show to a new format, uh, format which was to discuss uh, brewing styles and give recipes and talk about commercial examples and things like that, which is now known as Brewing with Style. Right, Tasty? That's the new show. Yes. All right. So there you go. So no, I don't think we'll be, uh, be bringing back Can You Brew It? I'd love to. It was a great show. Had it was time. fun, right? Oh, fun. Yeah, but yeah, it just wasn't working out in the long run. All right. I took a lot of those recipes and sold them to other breweries, so I love it. Maybe that's... Uh, I think it's a great show. It might have something to do with it. I yeah. don't know. Um, all right, and then finally Greg writes in, uh, Hey, Justin, uh, no talent hack, etc. I've been brewing and listening for the past year or so, but since I work as a courier and spend uh, 8 to 12 hours per day in my car, I've been listening to the archives at an accelerated rate. I just finished the BNA4 episode. It's a long time ago. Awesome JP freakout story. I don't remember it. Me neither. Mm. There's too many. No, on the on the bus, I'm sure, when Brutad locked him in the bathroom. Oh, oh that yeah. was a good story. Yeah. Uh, it's been a great saga going from the days with Daniela, Roger's ass, that's <laughs> talking about, weeks without guests, Anger Jamil, uh, Sully's Big Head, and Cans, that's right, Cans, the first episodes with JP, um, and then Bevo, that's right, Cans, he says. Um, <laughs> What's that supposed to mean? 
Anyway, he's coming to uh, he's coming to the bar and wants to know if he can listen live. Yes, if you yes. come to the Hop Grenade, you can always listen live. It's easy to do. You just come in, you sit down, we turn it on out there, and uh, you drink some beer and listen to our guest. Like Devon today from Pizza Port. I believe it's Devona. Devon. Devona. Devo. I think it's Devon. By the way, Devon is also wearing crotcheted pants. <laughs> right. I mean, she came in that way. We didn't say anything. No. Is, isn't your nickname Devo? Do people call you Devo? Devo. Yeah. 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 There you go. Oh, Not that's that far easier. off. Yeah. Devo. Bevo. <laughs> it's Devon though. Yeah. That's not so hard. People get, uh, do people oh, get it wrong, though? Oh, all the time. All the time. 90% of the time. Wow. What's the most common uh, mistake? Wow. Devon. Devon. I was going to say Devon because yeah, you're a girl. Yeah. 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 And I'm like, nobody names their, their child Devon. But there's, there's, <laughs> there's, there's one of the shippers at Drake's is Devon. Yeah, see, that's uh, the problem. Yeah, and she goes by one person. screwing things up for me. People are naming their kids ridiculous things, and you're the victim of that. Devon. <laughs> Quickly, name the famous Devon in an 80s television show. What's the show? You don't get to play, Devin. She doesn't know anyway. I don't know. <laughs> the, the famous Devin. Right. It, is it's it a male the or most, female it was, Devin? It was a male, and it's the most famous Devin in 80s television. I'll give you a hint. Tasty doesn't know it either. David Hasselhoff. Night Rider. Baywatch. Night Rider. It was like the boss, Devin. Oh. oh like, wasn't it Devin? Nobody watched that and show. You, it was you, Devin. And you didn't get my Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy reference. But, but that's you, less you popular knew, than... you knew Michael Knight's boss. That is... Right. Hitchhiker's boss. is right. far less popular than Knight Rider. When was the last Knight Rider movie that came out? It, it, exactly. I said TV. I know, but they did it... Uh, it was more... It's more recent. Still. Is it, though? Yes. In Shit. a related story, you're old. <laughs> there it is. Did you know it, Devin? No. Jesus! Devin, Devin, Devin Miles the is his name. Devin Miles, of course. Yeah, he was of the director course, of, of the agency, or I don't know what. Yeah, yeah I'm not oh. sure how many episodes of that show I've ever what seen. Was the, maybe, what was the agency maybe not. What, am I the oldest guy in the room all of a sudden? <laughs> yeah. What was it called? What? Night Industries, oh. you big dummy. <laughs> Whatever, you don't even know the because character. Because Michael's last name wasn't really Knight, but he got reborn because he was uh, close Fine. to dying. No, you don't get to redeem yourself now for not knowing the most famous Devin in the 80s. <laughs> the most famous. Yeah, he's most the most famous. famous. Yes. According, I think he was the only. According to one nitwit. <laughs> Wait, there maybe was another Devin. What was Magnum P.I.'s uh, guy's name? Uh, oh, Jesus. No, it's not. It wasn't Devin. It wasn't like Devin. Richard or that would be... Is Magnum P.I. the new theme of this well, show? Well, Thomas <laughs> yes. Magnum, but what was his boss name? His was boss. Robin, and then you had um, Higgins. Higgins. He wasn't, okay, not wasn't Devin, Devin. Higgins. Not even close. Yeah. Devin's a little snooty like Higgins, though. That's why I think about it. You're not snooty, but the name's a little snooty. Uh, yeah, my name is Devin Carrington Randall. I was wow. Like, the most British. Oh. British sounding oh. royalty. I like it. Thanks, Mom. We're in the presence of royalty. <laughs> I feel like we should address you by... is a made-up word, by it's the way. Not, it's not there, even real. There isn't even like, a place or a person. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Just got made up along the way. Yeah. Someone was like, that one's not good enough. Yeah. How about we add Carrington? Some Irish immigrant was like, all right, check this shit out. <laughs> Wait, what's the middle name? Carrington. Don oh. Carrington Randall. Got it. Okay. It's like the most British Devin. possible. Yeah. And Devon is like a region of England, so... British people find my name to be even more funny. Oh, yeah. Because they're like, that's like naming your child Nevada or something. Like, <laughs> right. Why would you do that? Which has happened. Doing that's sure. <laughs> Tennessee Valley. Yeah. I get, like eight <laughs> Cheyennes, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I get called Ohio a lot. <laughs> right. 
All right, let's take a quick break. When we come back, more from Pizza Port. In fact, all of the stuff from Pizza Port. We've yes. got beer to try and uh, more to do. We've got Devin Randall in the studio with us. Hang in there. 888 beer if you want to ask questions. We'll be right back. It's the session. Listening to the Brewcasters. Brewcasters on the Brewing Network. Since the first time the Brewing Network microphones turned on, more beer was behind it. More Beer sponsors the programming on the BN because, like you, they love brewing. And like the Brewing Network, they love sharing their knowledge. MoreBeer.com isn't just a website to place your next equipment or ingredient order. MoreBeer.com also gives you access to free beer information that will make you a better brewer. Go to MoreBeer.com and click into the Learning Center. You'll find podcasts, technical facts, video tutorials, and more, including access to The Buzz, More Beer's social network of more than 5,000 members. And some of them might even be crazier about beer than you are. Get over to MoreBeer.com today and take advantage of The Buzz, The Forum, The Learning Center, and make sure you're signed up to receive the newest More Beer catalog. More Beer, bringing you absolutely everything for beer making. The 21st Amendment. Watch out! Do you like beer? They make beer. Watch out! Do you like friends and fun? They make friends and fun. Watch out! Do you still like to have a good time? The 21st Amendment. Watch out! The 21st Amendment in San Francisco, located at 563 2nd Street, two blocks from the building where baseball is seen and played. Try their beers in the pub or try them in the can. Featuring... Monk's Blood. Made with real monk. Watch out! So why not have the best time of your life? Go to the 21A and Sean O'Sullivan will personally greet you with a can of... Monk's Blood. The 21st Amendment. Watch out! This advertisement is not in any way affiliated nor associated with the 21st Amendment Bar and Pub, nor its subsidiaries or affiliates. This telecast is not copywritten by the 21st Amendment for the private use of the Brewing Network. Any use of this telecast without Jamil Zanishev's consent is prohibited. Suck it, JP. Do you support the Brewing Network? Do you brew your own? Are you looking for any economical, fun, and legal way to do both? Subscribe to Brew Your Own magazine and do just that. All year long, Brew Your Own will surprise you, entertain you, and educate you with articles on beer and brewing from authors like the Brewing Network's very own Jamel Zalashev and John Palmer. Each issue is a full pint of brewing techniques, homebrew stories, tips and photos, projects to make yourself, and recipes for the avid home brewer. Get your tough questions answered by Mr. Wizard. And polish your style accuracy with DeVille. A portion of every subscription goes to the Brewing Network, so subscribe today at byo.com slash brewingnetwork or just click the BYO logo on the Brewing Network homepage and support a fantastic hobby and your favorite broadcaster. Brew your own. The how-to homebrew beer magazine. Hey, my brewing brothers and sisters, this is Jamel Zanishev, and I want to tell you about Heretic Evil Twin. You might be familiar with my homebrew recipe, which uses massive late hopping to create a balance between the malty sweet and the hoppy bitter, along with an outrageous malt and hop character. 
I wanted a beer with the same bold hop and malt character, so we played around with the homebrew recipe until we were able to make a great commercial version, too. We've created a beer rich in malt character, full of caramel, toast, biscuit, and an ever-so-subtle roast note. On top of that, we piled in an insane amount of citra and Columbus hops at the end of the boil, as well as in dry hopping. This damn-the-cost approach to hopping gives Heretic's Evil Twin a great blast of citrus and tropical fruit that can't be matched by any other hop. The result is a bold, malty, hoppy, but easy-drinking beer. This is our top seller, our flagship beer, and I couldn't be prouder of it. Cheers. To find Heretic Beers near you, click on Find Some at hereticbrewing.com. Hey, welcome back to the program. I have a confession to make. Um, I just, at the break, just right before we went back on, I, I found myself staring out the glass window, and I was staring at somebody's ass. Yeah. And I didn't mean to. Like, I just looked that way, and I was like, oh. And so I stayed, my eyes stayed there. Yeah. And then I realized it was Nicole's ass. Oh, wow. And so... I didn't know that was coming. <laughs> and I, I'm telling you, I didn't know it was you at first. And I've been doing my squat. <laughs> you, yeah, you I have been, at the you, gym. You've been doing something at the gym, Nicole. You really? You don't, you don't well, know. I looked up and I was like, oh, it's Nicole. And then I'm not going to lie again, I looked back down. Uh, and you've been going to the gym. Looks good. I can't believe you don't recognize it just at first glance. <laughs> just at regular. I don't know. Most people figure out it's me. Yeah, like, oh, it's Nicole. <laughs> Anyway, just felt like I should confess. And uh, uh, speaking of nice-looking uh, rear ends and, and other things, uh, Valentine's Day is coming up, and Adam and Eve uh, has a special offer for you. I thought that's how you were going to wow. intro Devin's interview. Yeah, that's because yeah, we got Devin in the no, studio. No, I'm not that rude yet. I, I haven't had enough beer, Devin, so hang in there. Uh, no, I want to let you know about Adam and Eve and their Valentine's Day special. You can make this Valentine's Day one that you'll both never forget with this amazing offer from AdamandEve.com. Uh, by the way, anyone could do this uh, listeners here at the hop grenade listeners at home through valentine's day you'll receive 50 percent off just about any item in stock just go to adamneve.com and you'll find over eighteen thousand adult entertainment products including so many. Uh, toys lingerie and seemingly endless selection of adult dvds every time i say that i feel like it's a lie i can't imagine <laughs> that there are eighteen thousand. But no, they don't. Because how many times have you accidentally watched the same porno twice? You're like, fuck, I've seen this one already. And there's there's another (laughs) 17,999. Yeah. Um, uh, So, but there's more. Uh, With every order, you're also going to receive the romance kit for free. Uh, The romance kit includes a a toy for him, a special massager for her, and a little something that you'll both enjoy. Plus a free adult DVD, so you don't have to watch the same one again. Uh, And, you know, that's just to put you in the mood. So check it all out. Uh, All of that and free shipping on the entire order. Go to adamneve.com today uh, for the special Valentine's offer. Get 50% off one item, uh, free romance kit, free shipping when you enter, enter coupon code BNARMY. That's B-N-A-R-M-Y at adamneve.com. I feel like the toy for him is really just a toy for her. <laughs> to use? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Probably. Uh, who even knows? <laughs> I do suggest, though, if you're, you know, if you haven't bought a Valentine's gift yet. Yeah. 
and you're not the type of person that would buy things like this, yes. I say fucking go for it. Yeah, just see do what it. happens. Right? What's maybe, Grandma like, gonna say? Maybe, right? <laughs> <laughs> like you don't. Maybe you think, oh, my partner and I aren't like that, or or, or he or she won't like it. Yeah. Give or, it a shot. Or it. I mean, let's... Give it a go. be honest. We're in San Francisco. <laughs> yeah, it could be anything. Give it a shot. Yeah, why not? See what happens. The preferred term is Z. I was talking to Kate the Great there for a second. I just, oh, yes. That's who I was... Right. Yeah. You mean Kate the Great's partner? <laughs> yes, no. I'm talking to Kate the Great's partner. <laughs> <All right. Yeah. laughs> Fire something good, will you? <laughs> Jesus. Uh, all right. We've got Devin Randall from Pizza Port Solano Beach in the studio with us. And I want to talk quickly about the beer I had in my glass uh, during the first part of the, of the show there. Um, tell me about this beer. It's like a smoked beer, Devin. Yeah, so um, this beer is a smoked version of our chronic amber ale, so I called it smoked chronic, because nice. that's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> Can you put that on a label, or with that, with the TTB no shoot way. that down? Uh, you know, chronic ale ended up on the label looking like two words, but technically it is one, according to TTB. Okay. <laughs> chronic ale. And then it's fine. And it's fine. Really? So they were able to get around that bullet, because, um, yeah, they were talking about that for a while and they really wanted to keep the name yeah so if you look at the cans um or any label that has chronic on it it says chronic ale okay and there's like a marginally larger space between chronic and ale than there are between all the other letters is that very kind of like clever the chronic what ols of narnia like that? <laughs> yes yeah i mean that's a follow-up beer <laughs> wasn't was it lagunitas uh that was censored was chronic before it was censored wasn't it it was just called chronic so clearly that's their well, little loophole that I, you've that so you, found you didn't have to like uh negotiate you just you you submitted it that way with the space um, no, they did negotiate a few times, okay. and I wasn't really involved in that, um, but they did have to do a lot of back and forth okay, to well. get it approved. So Smoked Chronic, which I think is a brilliant name, awesome. by the way, is the same base beer, but with some smoked malts, or what? Um, yeah, and also a, a bag of red wheat. Not weed. Wheat. <laughs> yeah. There's some wheat malt in there to give it a little more body. I didn't even think about it until like after the facts, and I kept saying that. And people sure laugh, it and I was wheat? like, "And you're like, what are they laughing at? It's just red wheat. It's just yeah, it just was some red wheat malt. <laughs> yeah. You gotta really hit that tea hard. Why wheat. the why the bag of red wheat? What did that do to the to the beer? Just to give it a little different texture. Um, the amber ale, you know, on its own is like a really simple, really light-bodied beer, and I just wanted it to have a little bit more to it on the mouthfeel side Okay, um, to keep up with the, the smoked malt, which is um, it's about 15% smoked malt, and I used all beechwood smoked malt last year, and this year I added a little bit of cherrywood smoked malt. Okay. Big difference. Yeah. The cherrywood smoked malt is much more pronounced. So, so your beer is aged on beechwood? <laughs> utilizes Beechwood smoked malt. So they're not the only ones using Beechwood. Oh, another like, lie. Oh, yeah. right. <laughs> Was it brewed the hard way, though? That's what I have to ask. Yeah, yeah triple hopped as well. Oh, nice. <laughs> and cold frosted or whatever the hell the other one is. <laughs> Frost brewed? Yeah. yeah. Frost brewed. Yeah, yeah we also have a glycol like... system yeah. and a refrigerator. Yeah. <laughs> well, good for you. Sounds like you guys do brew the hard way. <laughs> So, what do you think of your decision to add the extra smoked malt in 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 this year's batch? You know, I think it came out um, a little more aggressive on the smoke side than than it did last year. Yeah, but um, that's the beauty of having a seven barrel system. You get to do a lot of turnover. You can do recipes a ton of times and uh, sure brew like two three times a week. So, you know, getting to do a lot of a lot of experimentation like that, where you can just you know tweak something and see how it goes and just go for it. Yeah, I think it's. 
not that my opinion matters, but I think it's a little heavy on the smoke. However, I like how soft the smoke still tastes. I think it's not a very, it's not a harsh beer. It's even though there's quite a bit of it, you know right away that it's a smoked beer. You know, I think it needs more. Smoke. Uh, you want even more? I, yeah, I, I know, you I like this character. It. I do too. I generally don't like smoke at all, um, and. I love how just it's it's very soft, even though it's it's also very present in my opinion. It doesn't kind of beat up your palate at all. It's not the only thing I taste. Is maybe what I'm saying. I still get plenty of yeah, other it's beer. Like, it's smoke flavor, but not smoke experience. Yeah, I think in a lot of smoke beers can be a, a, a you're like a mouthful of smoke, but this is it has the essence of it without the being too smoke heavy-handed. experience. Right. It's it's easy to be overwhelming, so kind of keeping it restrained is the goal on this beer and. I think last year that the cherrywood smoked malt, if you're deciding between beechwood smoked and cherrywood smoked, the cherrywood smoked malt will go a lot further okay. than the beechwood, and I kind of prefer the beechwood. Well, I would highly recommend yeah. this beer to people who wanted to try a smoked malt beer, because I, again, yeah. because it's not so uh, overwhelming that you'd go, oh... What is all that? Well, because usually you have like crystal malt and kind of more more caramel flavors, and, and it's it's a heavier tasting beer, but this is very yeah. lighter. So if you still wanted a smoke beer like in the summertime or springtime or something like that, this is I think this would be something you'd go for, for I sure. I agree. Well, and on the name alone, I think a lot of people who wouldn't normally be drinking a smoked beer have tried it because they're like, haha, smoke chronic, gotta try that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Yeah. Good marketing. Yeah. So it actually it goes pretty fast at the pub, and a lot of people people order it that ordinarily might have been just getting like an amber ale or something simple anyways okay. marketing works for yeah sure so it yeah. Out. you know now you hand bottled this so i assume this is only available at the pub yeah only yeah. at the pub okay mm. as is most of my stuff mm. if you're not super sensitive to smoke you might not even pick up on it if somebody didn't tell you yeah yeah, yeah. It, it blends i feel like really i go well. in and out of smoke sensitivity yeah and right now i'm kind of like low and it's like yeah if she hadn't told me it probably would have taken me a moment to figure out oh yeah smoky that's you know, if you eat a lot of smoked stuff, it kind of changes your palate. I think that's a good point because yeah. I am super sensitive to it. So, I, But I, I think that's what I mean, too. There's still a ton of kind of sweet malt uh, behind it and certainly some, some hoppy character in there, even a little bitterness. So well done. We got a few to try. You brought us a bunch of beer today, didn't you? Yeah. So yeah. tell me how you got into beer. Were you, what, what did you do before beer? Uh, before beer, I was in real estate marketing and sales. Okay. As was my mom, as was my grandma. So I felt like I had to try it. Sure. That's Otherwise. A, that's an interesting uh, job, I don't know, to, to get into like a family The real thing estate like marketing that. Yeah, side. real estate marketing. I mean, usually you, I, I don't know. They yeah, were in sales. I did marketing just as like that's the first job that I found out of college yeah. that was going to like actually pay some bills. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I did that for, I guess, like three or four years. I worked for big companies, um, Berkshire Hathaway and Sotheby's. <laughs> and Very big companies. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, so it was interesting being in the corporate environment and um, <clears throat> being the marketing person. You kind of worked with everyone, um, yet were employed by the company. And then on the sales side, <clears throat> excuse me, you're a little bit more independent. Okay. Um, and I did a little bit of both, but I just had like... I had sort of a one of those quarter life crisis things where you just like <laughs> nothing was going right. Like I broke up with my boyfriend. I was stuck with this apartment I couldn't afford, and I hated going to work every day. Okay, and I was like I need to figure something out. Yeah, that's this a crisis. Is not be good. So you put on the notebook, you drink some beers. And just, <laughs> <yeah>. <clears throat> I had um, homebrewed for a long time with with the boyfriend that I split up with, and um, 
once we broke up, it was like we used to brew every month. So I was like, oh, it's it's time to brew, and I don't have any stuff. I I could probably fix that for like a hundred bucks. Um, oh, he took all the equipment. It was all his. Oh, okay. <clears throat> and I would just sort of like throw in the hops and like go to sleep before we knocked out and everything. Like I wasn't like <laughs> yeah, the easy way. Wasn't that involved in it? And it was definitely more his thing. But yeah. um, you know, after we split, it was like I kind of missed it. And was like maybe I could do this myself okay. and um, started brewing like. I don't know. I really liked it. And I started brewing extract probably like once a month and then went up to all grain and it was like once a week. Okay. And I was like, so at that point I was brewing rather than like going and hanging out with my friends. You know, they're like, it's Friday night. We're going to go to the bar. You want to come? And I was like, oh, but I've got this foreign export stout. I really want a bottle. Yeah, nice. They were like, uh, <laughs> all right, see you later. <laughs> and um, then I realized that I, I really, really liked it. And um, that's when I made the decision to go and try and find a job doing who knows what. I didn't know if I was going to be able to brew or be a sales rep or do something, but I knew that I wanted to be around it. Where were you living at this time? L.A.? <clears throat> L.A. Okay. Yeah. Shitty place to live. Uh, <laughs> well, it's where I'm from, so I always have a place in my heart. Okay. But, um, yeah, so I was living in L.A., and I was thinking about moving to San, uh, San Diego. I had one friend that lived in San Diego, and um, I went down to see her, and I was actually applying for a real estate job. But I was like, why not? I'm going to go to like Stone and Lost Abbey and Green Flash and see what happens. You just went for it. <laughs> so I showed up. Like, How long ago was this? Give me an idea here. Five years. Five years ago. Okay. Yeah. All right. I've been in San Diego for like exactly five years. Okay. So you go down there and, you say, and you're just going to show up at these breweries and apply or what? Yeah, I show up in like my interview outfit for my real estate interview. So I'm wearing like a blouse and yeah. heels and like a nice skirt. Nice. And uh, <laughs> I dropped off my card at Green Flash. I actually got to talk to Chuck. Okay. And uh, Stone was not very receptive to me walking in. I had applied at Stone for like an assistant brewer job. And they get, you know, that auto reply email. It's like, thanks for applying. Okay. So I went in and like tried to ask for that person. And they, they found me out. And they were like, leave. Ah, they said, we only do this online. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, I don't like those policies where people are like, "Oh, you're not allowed to come and make like yourself known." Yeah, I feel like that's kind of no. We need to we need to see you as a number first, Especially and then like, we'll call you. That's the advice you're given. Like, look, everyone's just going to submit online, so you know, go there. You know, right. show up in person, and they still told you to piss off. Maybe it was a little subversive, you know, going in and being like, "Oh yeah, I'm here to see like so and so." I see. I totally know I'm here. Yeah, but still, <laughs> well, nothing against Stone. I like do whatever they want. No. But I'm just saying, in, as a practice, like at the hop grenade we would never do that uh, because i just feel like well I, I, a person who takes the effort because that's what everyone wants to do they want right. to sit at home in their pajamas and send applications yeah out. Right, exactly. and, and i say f them yes uh, so if you show up and you do something you should be fine you come on in but well, i wonder i wonder if the policy is there for for you know jobs like this where stone seems like they're hiring a lot and so they don't want the people who are in charge taking the time out to come down and meet with these people. And, you know, if you don't have an appointment sure. and all that kind of stuff. So it's, it's you know, I don't uh, know something like that. I guess I, it happens all day. I yeah. don't fault Stone for it. It probably happens to them all day. Okay. For sure. Yeah. 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 So Stone, where, where else did you go? Uh, there was Green Flash, Stone, and Lost Savvy. They... Uh, I met the head brewer and I told him, I was like, I want to come do a brew day and see what you do. And he was like... Okay. <laughs> yeah. He He's like, like, in heels? Are you going to show up and brew in heels? <laughs> he, he told me to get some steel-toed boots, so okay. I stayed on my friend's couch, uh, went to Walmart and got some boots. <laughs> nice. And some work clothes, um, and then I just didn't leave, you know? Like, after the first day, 
um, I was like, okay, well, can I come back tomorrow? And he was like, I guess so. Wow. And I just started doing stuff around there, like taking out the trash or cleaning the bathroom. I was like, I can do that. And yeah. people were like, sure. Yeah. So, <laughs> what, did, what did you do that first day when they said, come back tomorrow with boots? What did you do that day? Uh, the first day, 6 a.m. we started. And the first thing we did was mill in for... Um, for Pilsner Road to Hellas. So it's all specialty malt, so you can't just flip a switch and have the, the two row come out of the silo. You're you're hoisting bags okay. you know, over your shoulder. And for Lost Abbey's system, it was like 25 bags of malt. Wow. So it's a lot. I bet they changed the brew day. I bet you came in the day four and they're like, hey, uh, switch it up. We're brewing Road to Hellas tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. She, yeah. she really likes it. High Heels is coming in at six. And, uh, She's really like dumping these grain bags in and just going into a separate silo. <laughs> that wasn't even the beer. Yeah, all yeah. The yeah. Just, they, silo. Just, they just push a button and it's already weighed out and it just goes right to the mash tin. Like, we're going to totally fuck with this chair. Yeah. So what, what year was this? Just to get a timeline. Five years ago. Uh, five years ago. Like oh, okay. exactly. Yeah, um, I think it's like March. Okay. Yeah, of 2010. So you're so lugging. How many bags of malt did you lug that day? Yeah. Um, I think it was maybe around like 25 that we. Damn, girl! Yeah, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> that we threw in there. And I didn't know any better. I was like, okay, this is what it is. I remember it was like sore, but, you know. <laughs> Aware that it was going to be a pretty physical job, so you knew what you were getting into before you got there. I was yeah. willing to do whatever. So yeah. Like that, that was not a big deal. Okay. If they had had me, like you know, cleaning out like the pit where all the spent grain is stored, that could have been tough. That was good that they waited a few days. <laughs> if that was the first thing they had me do at six in the yeah. morning. I might not have had it, like as romantic a vision of brewing. <laughs> so how long do you keep showing up day after day uh, before you you get hired? Um, I can't remember how long exactly it was, but I want to say maybe like a month before I was getting paid for all the Okay. Work. Wow. What did your family say while you were, while you're schlepping grain and not marketing? They're very supportive. Yeah. And my, my mom, I was working with my mom at the time. So she let me work with her like two days a week instead of five days a week. Nice. That's cool. So that I could follow my dream to San Diego and schlep bags of grain. That's cool. Um, That's really cool. I think you had it made at a month. Bevo showed up here for nine years <laughs> uh, before yeah. she ever got paid. Nine. Years. Yeah. And we were like, sweep the floor and shut up. You're right. Uh, she was like, see, so. I'm going to my real job. <laughs> so, all right. So, so like after a month goes by, what happens? They- um, so, yeah, after maybe a month of like just kind of going in like one or two days a week, um, they needed help on the bottling line. And after a few days of that, I was like, hey, guys, like this is really, you know, not I'm not learning that much. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> maybe I could get a little money for it. OK. Um, and so they started paying me then. And then they. Very quickly had work in the warehouse for me, too. Okay. Um, although they they tried to tell me they were only going to have me two days a week. And for any company that's growing, I was like, oh, you'll need me more. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> it's going to turn into full time. Well, that's good on your part to know, <laughs> hey, all right, go ahead and tell me that and I'll stick around. You're going to hire me for, yeah. for more hours. Yeah. So. I actually, in order to make the move to San Diego, I started looking for other jobs so that I could like supplement you know, the two days a week that I was working at Lost Abbey. Yeah. And I was applying to like every restaurant in the universe because that was my my background, you know, in college and before that was beer tending and being a server. So I was applying at places like I didn't really want to work, but I was like, whatever, you know, they're busy restaurants. I'll make money. And I remember I was getting just nothing, getting no responses. And uh, my mom was like, (laughs) 
maybe you should try something a little like easier, like maybe like IHOP. And I was like, <laughs> oh, I got off the phone with her and well, crying. And so. Oh like, no, you did. I'm not working at IHOP. But we're gonna well, figure something out. Yeah, I, I hear the, the tips on free pancake day are really <laughs> yeah, pretty pretty good. They have four kinds of syrup at IHOP. <laughs> yeah. That was one of the moments of the greatest of greatest doubt, where I was like, I don't. Is this gonna work? Like, yeah. Okay. <laughs> will I be able to make this happen? Okay. So and if- uh, I did find a job at Pizza Port bartending. So I was a bartender for like three months at Pizza Port Solana Beach before Lost Abbey was like, "Hey, can you come in all the time now?" Got it. Well, that's so. You, were you working under Tommy then at Lost Abbey, and he's teaching you to brew, or, or what's happening there? Um, there were maybe like five or seven employees at that time. Okay. So I would sometimes get to work directly with Tommy, but mostly I was at the bottom. I was like putting orders together in the warehouse and labeling. Sometimes by myself. Okay. <laughs> so at this point, you're still moving your way up, even back to the brew house, kind of. Uh, yeah, I did not get to start really directly in the brew house at all. It was uh, in distribution, so it was in the warehouse and on the bottling line on days that I wasn't in the warehouse. Okay. And from there, moved up to like learned how to keg beer, and you know, you just had to be like after it. Just anytime anybody was doing anything, I'd be like, "How do you do that?" Yeah. <laughs> Please Excellent. show me. Um, and did you have any kegging beer uh, mishaps to speak of? Did you did a keg go flying? Uh, oh yeah, that is probably like the closest to somebody getting injured. And thank God it was me. Uh, <laughs> <Okay>. Good attitude, <laughs> I guess. Yeah. Oh, right. <laughs> so um, it was a Friday afternoon, and I think I was kegging off Frambois, and we were like all going to go get lunch. So for, I think my head was just like out of the game um, and wasn't focused, and I pulled a keg off of the keg washer prematurely so maybe like 10 seconds before it was supposed to come off and it's um pressurizing okay this keg flew 30 feet in the air across the brewery wow (laughs) and like nearly dislocated my arm so it went right past you basically uh yeah hit you up in the air like i think i hung on to it for a second (laughs) oh i see one hand on top and then uncoupled it it's upside down wow and uh the pressure shot it across the room so like dislocating my arm Sort of. I, it went back in, but it was like a okay. scary. You could minute. feel it pull, and I have, I have an injury to that arm, so it'll like occasionally like kind of come out of the socket. Okay, I don't know, but it was. It <laughs> Let's was see that trick. Yeah. Uh, all right. <laughs> it was frightening, and uh, yeah. Fortunately, there was absolutely no one around. Had there been anyone around, like that thing could have could have easily taken someone out. Sure. Okay, wow. launched across the room. Um, so this was your pay attention moment. Yeah, that was a moment of like, you know, no matter what's going on, you really need to pay attention to the equipment you're working with. And, you know, there's high pressure. You take off the wrong tri-clamp, you can, you can empty a brake tank and sure. potentially break bones or, or kill someone. Sure, absolutely. So that was a eye-opening moment of like, pay attention to what you're doing. Yeah. Even if you're just washing kegs and you think it's no big deal. Sure. You got to pay attention to everything. Yeah. All right. Let's take a moment to talk about the beer that's in our glass, and then we'll learn more about your brewing history. But what did you pour us here? Uh, this is Whale's Tales um, Rye IPA. It's about 30% rye, mostly citra hops, also some Amarillo and Simcoe. I would never have thought there's 30% rye in here. No? Mm-mm. Because you can't really taste it's, the rye? Yeah. It's not, like, super spicy. Yeah. Like, a th- like I would imagine... A thirty percent rye beer. Sure, would be. it's definitely a little spicy, right? Um, a little bit, but not much. And I don't know if it's just a play on the hops or what. But it's—I mean, it's—it's it's great. Yeah, 
Yeah. It's also not uh, very bitter. I really like that. There's a lot of good flavor in there, but the, I'm not getting any cat pissy Simcoe, so well done there. Love the Citra and Amarillo. Mm-hmm. This is a good taste in IPA. We think, Beardy. I, I really like the, the rye for adding the body. It's got a really nice, silky feel like to it. Like the creamy body. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That 30%, 30% rye makes sense for that, or for that feeling, and I really appreciate that. And uh, I really like Amarillo hops, so throwing that in there doesn't hurt. Is there crystal malt as well, or is it and just you love basically two-row <laughs> yeah. and rye? Um, there's a little bit of Kara Red. That's okay. one of my favorite crystal malts. Um, not a ton, though. Why do you Pretty. like Kara Red? Um, I, I don't know. It's yeah. just it's, it's <laughs> one of Works like, every time. <laughs> Why it's don't you? It's one of those malts that aren't like super sharp um, and harsh. And I, I'm going to totally get it wrong on what the Leva Bond is, but I think it's around like 45. Okay. So, um, you know, Kara Malt won't. That's at like 15 Leva Bond. That yeah. won't really give you any color. And then C77 is a little too much. I found like Kara Red was kind of right in the middle. Got so it. I use it often. This is a beautiful beer. How dry is this yeah. beer? I like two Play-Doh. Two? Okay. Yeah. Wow. Kind of it's nice. Yeah. Okay. I like the hop flavor. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not hop flavor for a second. It's very fresh. Yep. Very, very, I don't know how to describe it. I want to describe it as green tasting, but that doesn't make any sense to insane people like me. <laughs> <laughs> well, I will say it's four different kinds of hops, right? It's uh, just uh, Citra, Amarillo, Simcoe. Three different kinds. In that order. JP, yeah. I totally know what you mean with Citra is just like that. It's like this Citra's zesty, fresh. Yeah. Like it reminds me of... It's weird. It reminds me of Irish Spring Soap, but in a good way. Like, uh, or a, a tomato plant leaf. Mm-hmm. Like a tomato leaf. Oh, I yeah. like, see like that. Citrus, That's a good Or citrus mint kind of thing. Yeah. I, I love it. It's just so... It's like zesty, fresh, and just... It's like you're eating this beer for some reason. Yeah, very, like, very. When I close my ethereal. eyes, I see like that ice, like ice that they use, at, like like natural ice. No, like ice, like, <laughs> like that, like kind of ice that they use at like the fish counter, like that, like packed. Ice, oh yeah, yeah. Like packed Crunchy with ice? like slices of lemon and like no, you lost tomatoes. There, but, I don't know. That's like that's what I, like I see in my head. So, like yeah. fresh like lemony zest. Just, like, yeah, yes. crisp Chris, lemony zest. It's, it's like, there's like, definitely a crisp. Lemony zest. There is. You should uh, consider it. Uh, it's, it's very true. Very uh, high praise, Devin, that uh, JP is saying uh, nice words about your IPA. And it is no. a great beer, but Thank he's you really not should. normally partial to this. <laughs> I, 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 I didn't want to say it myself, but that, now, you know, I had other people <laughs> That's say That's a it. really good point. I think this is like a really special moment that we're having right now. Can we just clap <laughs> yeah. for JP? Should, should we just pause? <laughs> well, <laughs> we, JP liked an IPA. Wait, just, can we no. have a moment of silence? Well, that's bad radio. Just, uh, it's all right. I just think <laughs> last we should just month, keep drinking it so he doesn't change his mind. Last month uh, he was talking about how much he likes Celebrator. Maybe 2015 is the year of IPA for JP. It could be. True. What's the alcohol on this thing? 7%. Okay. Yeah. Well, The three hops go together just perfectly. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's such a great blend. Uh, is a lot of late hopping in this beer? Um. Yeah. I okay. mean... This what one, goes in early? What's your bittering hop on this? Is that the Simcoe? Bittering is Citra. It's the Citra, okay. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. And then it, just a, as a Citra again, late hopping? Uh, it's Citra Amarillo. So Citra, first wort, 45 minutes, Citra Amarillo, 15 minutes, Citra Amarillo. And then in the Whirlpool, Citra Amarillo, Simcoe. Okay. And then the dry hop schedule is basically the same as the Whirlpool. 
Got it. Those hops were just meant to be. They are meant to be together. It's such a great blend. <laughs> and I think that's part of just, there's nothing that really sort of stands out. There's no jagged edges. It's, uh, those hops just go great. I've got a beer called Citra Rama, which is just Citra Amarillo, if you look at the spelling. Okay. So, yeah, I've got a, another one that's got a similar hop combination, but only That you Citra brought tonight Rama. as well? I didn't bring that one ah, tonight. Okay. So well, we'll have to come see you. Delicious. It just made me think of it. Okay. Actually, I take it back. It's delicious. <laughs> it's very good. Well done. Uh, any special uh, mash techniques or anything to get it? Because it's very dry as well. Very nice. Uh, yeah, pretty low mash temp. Like 147 is what I'm usually shooting for. Um, I think the rye keeps the body in there. So um, mash real low and try to get good efficiency out of it. And is we- this just like a Cal Ale or do you guys have a house yeast? Cal Ale. Cal Ale. Yeah, yeah. we do have a house yeast, um, but not on this beer. With, with that much rye, do you add holes or anything to yeah. help that run off? Yeah, I didn't add holes one day by accident. I, like, forgot to order them. And rice holes? Like, Is that what we're talking here? Yes. yes. Yeah, rice holes. Okay. And um, it was a slower louder. That was the longest louder I've ever had was that one. That was, like, probably three hours. <laughs> but with rice holes, um, maybe, gosh, I don't know how many pounds, like a quarter of a bag. Um, you'll have no problems laddering whatsoever yeah. with a nice wide mash ton like I have. If you okay. have like a taller, narrow one, I do. Not. <laughs> I'm gonna, I need rice hulls. <laughs> both, both are equally satisfying with the runoff right here. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, no one ever complains, right. but I do have that problem. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. Can I ask this? Just this one last thing before we get off of her uh, her history. So from your journey from, you know, that first day after the heels to when you were actually doing something serious in the brew house, knowing what you know now, would you have done anything different? Um, I mean, it's been pretty fun and I've been really fortunate with the direction that my brewing career has gone. Um, so, I mean, I'm, I'm pretty happy with everything. That's kind of why I can't say I'd make some, any drastic changes to anything that I did. Totally. Because I mean, you know how it turned out. So, just, to, yeah. you know, for people that are hearing this that are maybe doing grunt work that are wondering, man, oh, yeah. I want to end up where she ended up. I, yeah. would, I would say that I would be more patient looking back now. There were times when I was at Lost Abbey and I was like, why am I not brewing? Like, I'm obviously doing a good job. I deserve to be brewing. And they're promoting, you know, like that knucklehead. And, I'm like, <laughs> right. and I do way more work than him and I'm way more dependable or whatever. And then uh, I didn't get to brew at Lost Abbey, actually, when I started brewing was over at Pizza Port. Um, once I finally had my own brew house, it was terrifying. And I was like, whoa, what was the rush? Like, now you have to be in charge of all this stuff. And when something breaks... You're the expert. Right. So how was it getting a job at Pizza Port Brewing when you've been at Lost Abbey for a few years, probably, and applying for the head brewer position or whatever it was, saying, yeah, I actually haven't brewed commercially? Um, so I was at Lost Abbey for two and a half years doing all sorts of things. Um, I was, but not I was, brewing. I would right. be on the brew house for like a couple hours, okay. but I okay. was not like I was not a brewer that had my own shift. Okay. And I remember I had a meeting with them about it. I was like, what's what's the holdup, guys? Can I have a shift brewing? And they were like, oh, we have so many other things we want you to do. <laughs> yeah. They were like, hey, yeah. remember that time you were cleaning kegs? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we're not so sure yet. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I knew Yiga, who was then the director of brewing operations at Pizza Port. Um, I knew him just through events and 
Pizza Port and Port Brewing are very friendly. It's Port Brewing Lost Abbey, which is separate from Pizza Port. Okay. So a lot not of, even sister companies? They're, they're connected in some way oh, or not? Please break it down some more because so many people are so confused yeah, they, about this. They used to be connected, They're right? related. They used to be connected. So okay. first location, Solana Beach, the brewery that I brew at. Um, that's where Tommy Arthur made a name for himself and for Pizza Port. Okay. They sprouted a couple more pubs, Carlsbad, San Clemente, and then Port Brewing was started, intending to be the production facility for Pizza Port. So Tommy, you know, left Pizza Port, but it was still part of the same company, Port okay. and Pizza Port. And then they ended up splitting the brands, I think for liability reasons, because Tommy's a part owner in Port Brewing, but has no connection to Pizza Port. I see. So they didn't want people, you know, having like an incident at Pizza Port that someone could sue and Port Brewing would be held liable. So they separated it and then they grew, you know, the additional brand of the Lost Abbey off of that just to be the Belgian side. But Lost Abbey, Port Brewing, all one in the same. Okay. Different different packaging. And now they've even got a third brand, uh, the Hop Freshener series. Oh. It's just IPAs. It's brand new. I haven't even tried the beer yet, but I think it's about to come out. Okay. So yeah, Port Brewing, Lost Abbey, separate company, still very friendly. Like we'll we'll trade ingredients and stuff. But when I left Port Brewing, I had to quit my job, get rid of my health insurance, and start a whole new thing at Pizza Port. I see. Okay. <clears throat> so let me just make sure I have this right. You're at Lost Abbey first. Yeah. And you're not really brewing. You get a couple hours on it here and there. And then you go over to Port Brewing. Is that what happens? To Pizza Port. You go over to Pizza Port. To the pubs. Yeah. And then... um. And start brewing there. Yiga hired me to be the head brewer, and I trained with him for about six months. How did that happen? How do you go from, I'm, I have a couple hours of a shift here and there, to, hey, Devin, why don't you come be the head brewer over here? But kicking that... ass and taking names, that's <laughs> yeah. how. I mean, that's, you, right? that's a strange transition. I think it comes down to, um, you can kind of teach anyone to make wort, but to have someone who's going to be able to take care of whole restaurant and there's a lot of like leadership aspect to it um so i think that that's why yiga hired me onto that position okay. not because i was making great wort already but because he thought i'd be good in that position and, and he, he was could like train you we can teach rest. you how to make wort yeah nice okay good for you i mean that's taking yeah. a chance i yeah, think uh, but clearly you earned it i don't mean it was a, a gamble but uh, I, yeah maybe a little bit yeah yeah okay so you go over there and now and he trains you what'd you say six months or so about six months okay yeah and i mean on the last abby side i was doing everything else i was doing all the cold side stuff barrel work and everything i just wasn't like super comfortable on the brew house got it um but yeah i trained with yiga for about six months um he then went to Bressy ranch which is Pizza Port's production facility, just to make everything more confusing. <laughs> okay. And um, then I took over Solana Beach. Okay. But you say you were doing the cold side, and you were... Mm-hmm. The cold side's the hard part, isn't it, Tasty? Well, that's where the, everything happens, for sure, yeah. yeah but, and you yeah. were comfortable over there. Yeah, the cold side is um, definitely, you know, a lot of difficult things, and you're dealing with finished product, and sanitation is huge. Um, so I was doing all that stuff at Lost Abbey, like, you know, I... I don't know if they have like lead lead seller people as a, technically the name of the position, but I could be there by myself doing okay. seller work, which okay. is kind of how I look at like lead brewers being like they can be there alone. Yeah, they could solve shit if it goes wrong. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. you start dumping barrels on the ground and you know right. what to do. Yeah. Okay. Well, I guess it makes sense if you you know if you're uh, uh, you know working in the cellar for so long and you can hang your, handle yourself there. Yeah. Uh, if you can take care of the wort, then you can make the wort. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's... 
All right. Makes sense. So after a little while, you basically become the head brewer where you are now. Yeah. Pizza Port exactly. Salon. Not just mm-hmm. basically. Uh, actually. <laughs> you actually become the brewer. Uh, so this is fantastic. Yeah. And, and now you've been doing that for a couple of years. Yeah, I've been there yeah. for two years. Uh, so five years altogether. Okay. Which is amazing. Yeah. When I, when I moved down, I was like... You know, I don't know if this is going to work at all. This sure. might be crazy. Sure. And yeah, my family would be like, so what are you going to do when you're done with this? Yeah. And I was like, no, you don't understand. I want to keep doing this. You think there's a way. Right. Wait tables and IHOP. <laughs> <laughs> if it doesn't work out, there's always IHOP. Right. right. <laughs> so did you have a moment or anything with your mom or with your family or, or anybody who sort of watched this journey and maybe worried about you when you started winning, like when you won your first medal from this place? Or, or did people go, oh, all right. I think um, my mom doesn't probably totally, and my family doesn't totally understand what it means to win a medal, which okay. was awesome, sure. by the way. It means I think a lot. I just blacked out the whole time. Like, I kind of <laughs> remember hearing them call out the name of the beer. Yeah. And then I remember sitting back down and, like, holding, you know, a medal or a plaque. Where this from? Well, you should maybe think about drinking less. I don't know. <laughs> Yeah. And there's yeah, there's pictures and I'm totally crying. It's great. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> and you don't remember any of it. It's just like no. one pretty much giant no. endorphin rush. Like, yeah, yeah. It was pretty great. The Pizza Port brand, uh, and actually let me say that a better way. The Pizza Port brewers have been kicking ass at the GABF Seriously. for years. Yeah. I mean, you guys are all badasses. I, I we've been broadcasting the awards for almost 10 years and Every year, it just seems crazy how many of you guys go up there. So it's really sort of a proud tradition, I would think, to to start winning under that name. Absolutely. Um, and another thing, it's blind. You know, someone's sure. not going to say they like your beard just because you're standing in front of them. Right. Or because they like you as a person. Um, so that was pretty cool. Yeah. It's absolutely. a lot of pressure, though. Yeah. Like all the, well, that's what I mean. All if the you don't... winningness. Yeah, like the other locations <laughs> might start going, hey, Devin, um, <laughs> it's been a couple years now. Right. But you won, you won in 2014. You won in 2013. So I don't think you have to worry. It's it's pretty cool. It's a pretty cool feeling. Yeah. The fact yeah. that it's blind, I mean, that, what a testament to how accurately you, you really can judge beer, you know? And and how and obviously the amazing job that Pete supports you. Do, do you attribute that to something, the consistent winning? I mean, I, obviously the beer's excellent, but what is there an X factor in your mind? Um, I, I can't say. I don't know. I've, I'm really not sure. I guess we a lot of people were trained kind of by the same people so we've a lot of us have come from in-house that's um, what i wondered if you guys sort of work together a lot in that and we sense, yeah. always uh you know if i need an assistant brewer i always look at the bartenders really first so i'll be like they've got beer knowledge do they want to get into brewing um so i think that probably helps just the the way the company is set up so that new assistant brewers tend to come from within and get taught from the ground up. Sure. We tend not to hire people who have had jobs at other breweries or who weren't, you know, trained at least initially. So within, now you turn people away? When, now when people walk up like you did and their heels and everything else, you're like, ah, the application's online, yeah. sweetheart. Yeah. Yeah. We'll, uh, we'll see you later. Hit the road, stuff. you got to make some pizzas and bartend before I'll hire you into the brewery. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. The tables are turned. Yeah, yeah. yeah totally. Okay. Yeah, we made that a policy that we weren't going to hire any bartenders outside either that you have to have come from the kitchen oh yeah like, except for me <laughs> you're the, you're the last one <laughs> yeah right i've got mine yeah. Yeah. you know that's true uh, total uh, hypocrite my friend brandon went through that same process at pizza port 
He oh, went yeah. washing kegs, and then and he became uh, he started brewing, and now he's off brewing somewhere else. It's they 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 have this thing where they just they hire people and, and they teach people how to make good beer, and then they ship them off into the world, <laughs> yeah. into the universe, and it's like yeah. they're doing something really great for the whole brewing industry. They are basically a brewing school. That's the way I would look at it. I yeah. don't. I think, and I know this is kind of what Scott meant with the question. I, I think it's no coincidence. You guys are doing something right, and if you're cultivating this brewing culture from within, yeah. and passing along your own techniques and making sure people know how to use that brew system really well. That's how you win. That's how you make some great beer. Yeah. Looking from the outside, there really is this like positive culture at, at Pizza Port. And like this, like you can start off as a dishwasher and be the head brewer one day. Kind yeah. Of attitude and it's, and they're dedicated to it. It's really, really cool. Um, I like it. But I think that, I think that's just a really special thing about Pizza Port. It's the American Dream Brewery. <laughs> sort of. I, mean, like. I started out in real estate, and I moved to mopping bathrooms, and now I, I mop floors at a brewery. Yeah, now <laughs> I will mop right? bathrooms. Like, but not like it's similar. Like, he, like, didn't he start off in the kitchen, and now he's the brewer at Ocean Beach, right? Who was that? Nacho? Yeah. Yeah, he's been with the company, I want to say, like 10 years. Okay. So he's been there forever, and he's done every job. Nice. Yeah, I think that's I think that's good. I mean, if you're if you're going to do a good job at anything, you know, if you're going to work at a brew pub, if you don't know every job, like, you're just not part of the team. And I feel like it's yeah. just such a cool thing. Like I've just I've been thinking about this all your whole interview. Like you were a bartender at, at Solana Beach. Your staff must love you. <laughs> you understand their plight. You're not yeah. above them. You're like you're in it. Yeah. That's huge. I'm yeah, sure there's one there's one bartender going, what a bitch. Yeah, <laughs> totally. I wanted to do that. Oh, no, Miss, right. Miss High Heels we're, comes in here. Yeah. What's we're, so special about Devon? Yeah. We're, we're, <laughs> yeah. uh, were, were there any bartenders still there from when you were there for three months? Um, when you came back as the head brewer, like, I'm back. Yes, the general manager was like a pizza builder at the time. Mm. Oh, cool. And I totally remember him. Is that awesome. title? Pizza builder. <laughs> pizza builder yeah. You think it's on his cards? I'm a pizza, pizza contractor. Pizza architect. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm well, subcon- I do the I'm dough I'm a pizza only. engineer, That's actually. I'm the dough subcontractor. Yeah. I have a degree. <laughs> Sorry, engineer. this dough has a lot of moisture. We got to pull it out. Right. Resurface. Oh, we need a cheese consultant over here. <laughs> <laughs> You got the permits for that pepperoni? (laughs) (laughs) I need to know. (laughs) Well, Beardy, because we're still not sure if you're really part of the team, I think you need to mop the bathrooms tonight. (laughs) After the yeah. show here at the you Hot prove Grenade. yourself. Yeah. With your beard. I don't think I am a part of the team. That's fine. <laughs> You're like, would, I'm good with it. Your team sucks. Right. I would do it, Justin. See, Nicole's a team player. Let's do it. Right. Go uh, team. Yeah, and I'll be the Shut last the person. Shut the fuck up, Beardy. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to try more uh, Pizza Port beer Lord, from Lord, Devin. Lord. And we're going to find out more about uh, Devin's career. So hang in there. 888-401-BEER if you have questions. We'll be right back. It's the session. You're listening to the Brewcasters. The Brewcasters on the Brewing Network. Williams Brewing 
is your online resource for prompt delivery of quality home brewing supplies. Since 1979, Williams Brewing has offered the finest equipment and the freshest ingredients, backed by the best customer service in the business. Do you like to mash using efficient fly sparging, but would like an easy way to heat your strike and sparge water? Enter the new Brewer's Edge Electric Mash Water Heater, a plug-in, anywhere, precisely controlled heater for strike and sparge water. Ditch the fumes and second burner and make mashing easy. Go to williamsbrewing.com today and browse their vast selection. That's williamsbrewing.com. Orders placed by 4 p.m. Pacific Time weekdays ship the same day. Brewing is easy the Williams way. Hey, Wooly, I'm beat. Can we find a nice tree to just hang out in for a while? You're beat? I've been swinging through this forest for 50 years, ever since we... Ever since we first escaped from the circus. I know, I know, but there's got to be more to life than exploring this creek and trying to populate the valley by copulating with loose, hairy girls. Mark, we stop. Look! What is that? It looks like a man-made treehouse. With fresh food. And craft beer. Welcome to the Creek Monkey Tap House, boys. Grab a seat. Creek Monkeys drink free. <laughs> awesome! The Creek Monkey Tap House in Martinez, California, takes their mission of fresh food and beer seriously. They only serve locally raised beef and chicken, as well as local sustainable produce. It's better for you and the planet, and it just tastes better. The beer and wine at Creek Monkey Tap House are chosen with the same care for the highest quality and rotate frequently to make each visit an adventure. Swing on into the Creek Monkey Tap House and enjoy a new legend of amazing food, beer, and wine. The Creek Monkey Tap House, online at creekmonkey.com. BN Army, I'm here to talk seriously for a second. You all are partially responsible for something explosive, and it's time you answer for it. Moonlight Meadery is exploding. Yeah, exploding across the country. Wait, they just landed in Australia with insane quality meads. With nearly 70 different varieties of mead on the market, Moonlight Meadery has blown up the mead category and completely reinvented it. Seriously? What? Seriously? What? You're paying money for that watered-down mead when you could have a Moonlight Mead? Moonlight Meads explode with quality and flavor. They're a party in a bottle. Did someone say party? If you want mead and want the best, you want meads from Moonlight Meadery and will accept nothing less. And now get 15% off by going to moonlightmeadery.com forward slash BNArmy and use coupon code BNArmy at checkout. Hey, sign me up for that party. That's it. I've had it. I am never putting hops in my beer again. What? Why? It's just too ridiculous. Insane prices, stupid contracts, high shipping costs, crappy selection. Dude, you need Nico Brew. Nico Brew will rock your f***ing face right the f*** off your f***ing skull. $5 shipping to all 50 states, plus fantastic international rates get you low prices on Nico Brew's great selection of hops and more. Whether you're a home brewer, a pro brewer, or a home brew shop owner, Nico Brew can get you the hops you need in increments big and small, single orders, spot buys, or full contracts. And there's only one place to join the uber-special Secret Elite Bare Bones Club where you'll get the best deals anywhere. Holy f***ing shit! NicoBrew.com N-I-K-O-B-R-E-W Nico Brew, your bare bones buddy in the brewing business. Are back. 
Hey, welcome back to the program. Thanks for hanging out with us. We're talking to Devin from Pizza Port Solana Beach down in the San Diego area. We're drinking some of her wonderful beer as well. Thanks for bringing up all this beer for us. Yeah. Good stuff. Of course. Uh, let me let you know real quick as we talk about uh, recipes and beer. Uh, if you don't have great uh, beer brewing software yet, you should. You can go to beersmith.com right now and get the Beersmith uh, home brewing software. You get a free 21-day trial, so you don't have to listen to anything I say. You can just go right now and download your free 21-day trial and see if you like it yourself. But you should know that you can design great beer this way. You don't have to do any of your calculations by hand. It does it all for you. Even calculations you didn't even know you needed. Uh, Doc's doing an experiment right now where he's fixing a beer using um, Beersmith by blending one with another and calculating the ABV of the one to fix the other. And the, it's, the, the stuff does everything. Doc messed up a beer? Uh, yeah, he, he, yeah. I guess he, got, he had a stuck fermentation that he couldn't. Uh, he pitched and he pitched and he pitched and uh, it, he blew the house down. He, could not, <laughs> uh, he couldn't get this beer to do anything. So he made another beer uh, that he designed. He's going to come in and talk to us more about it. But he designed it to be incredibly dry, like overly dry, so that he could sort of blend the two together. Huh. And he used Beersmith to figure out what the new beer had to be to get the two of them together uh, to be the beer that he wanted. So he's still working on it. But Beersmith does it all. Go to Beersmith.com. Download your free 21-day trial today and i don't think you'll be disappointed but you're, you're not out anything if you if you are disappointed <laughs> which would be strange yeah. no one's ever written to us and been like oh hey that beersmith yeah you know what i just i'm not <laughs> angry so much as disappointed in it. Like, <laughs> i mean yeah I'm, exactly just, i'm just like it was my dad just, just, that wrote that in yeah. why have you guys been plugging this thing for so many years it really sucks yeah, yeah. <laughs> i had my things in it and it crashed and i'm like well <clears> fine we've never heard it all right, Devin, what's in our glass now? Now we've got one of these so-called dark beers it's dark. <laughs> yeah. in our glass. This is May the Port Be With You, um, <laughs> which was named by the San Clemente Brewer. They have a Star Wars day up there, and all of the brewers are, like, mega into Star Wars. Weird. And although I like Star Wars, I was like, you name it, because I'm not going to be able to come up with something cool. Yeah. <laughs> I wish I hadn't restrained my Star Wars joke earlier. <laughs> <See>? <laughs> All right, so tell us about the beer. So this is Imperial Porter, um, and it kind of grew out of the first recipe that I was allowed to write by myself at Ocean Beach. Uh, That beer is called 6.9, and uh, it kind of named itself. The starting gravity was 1069, and it dried out to 6.9%. Nice. I was like, aha, you you named yourself. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And it was a hoppy porter at you know about seven percent six point nine percent and um i was like oh my god it's my chance i get to enter that into jbf nice uh there's no category that fits a hoppy seven percent porter okay like robust porter is going to be like medium to low hops and this one was definitely like highly hops a lot of centennial um, so what'd you do so i Ups the ABV, kept a lot of components of the recipe the same, and in this style, you are allowed to have some strong hop presence. This beer now is... I'm not sure if this is from this GABF or the GABF before. Okay. This might be 2013, May the Port Be With You. You mean this particular bottle of beer? Yeah. yeah. Oh, right. Yeah, okay. this one I just grabbed out of my, you know, stuff that I had bottled for competitions past. Um, it. it tastes, it tastes aged for sure. It it's does got taste that molasses thing going on. So I'm kind of thinking this might be the 2013 version, which would have been 
not the one that won. But it's you great. Know, nonetheless, <laughs> it's a little spicy. Uh, you taste a little bit of the alcohol. I don't know that I would have guessed that it's age. Um, I think it's awesome. Hey, Tasty, haven't you talked about Janet's being kind of straddling categories like hoppy brown, oh, yeah, hoppy you know, porter? Yeah, like I, you know, I bet you could have put the uh, this beer as is, not a not a robust porter. It's too too big for that. Too big. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's like nine nine and a half yeah. percent. But yeah, but that, the hopping level could have been in there, but not the alcohol. Level. Imperial the hopping Schwartz level beer. may have disappeared at this point. Yes, uh, uh, but when it's fresh, it's it's a it's pretty hoppy beer. Yeah. yeah, it's just really awesome. Like intense marshmallow kind of aroma to it it's really nice yeah i yeah. love this beer super chewy so let me j- so you you mentioned that uh it's kind of based off the first recipe that you got to write Let's, yeah can we talk about that like how did you how did you feel about that they did did they come to you and go all right now you got to write a recipe how did you know how to do it at that point um i had written you know like a few recipes homebrewing but okay. for this one i wanted to do something a little more complicated uh dark is always forgiving Okay. And um, I kind of based it off of a beer that I really liked that I had brewed there uh, called Abel, and that's um, American Stout. Okay. So I had kind of a baseline to go off of, and any pizza port has all the records from, I have them all the way back to 1999. Wow. Wow. So if I want to look up, you know, some different recipes that will work on my system now, I have a huge library to choose from. Okay. And in Ocean Beach, I kind of did the same thing. I, I took that American Stout recipe, modified it, put some different things in it that I wanted to see in the beer um, to make 6.9. And, of course, like went home and did a bunch of research and got like 12 different porters and bought the <laughs> porter book and was like, you know, let's get serious about this one particular style. Good. So th- that's what I was going to ask too. If you had other, if you bought books, and and you did, you got the Porter book, and yeah, yeah. because t- so to me, uh, I-, I could definitely look at uh, old recipes and and see what works on your on the system. But part of what fascinates me so much about beers I really like, like your IPA earlier when we're talking about how how well those hops work together, is really knowing the ingredients. So you might look at these past recipes but want to add some new ingredients to it, and I don't know how they work together. I, I, like, I would worry, shit, is this ingredient really going to work? And then how much of it am I supposed to use? This is the part that fascinates me about writing recipes, is making yeah. this stuff work together. Sometimes you, yeah, push the limits a little and, like, can be a little scary using 30% rye, or I did a beer with 41% rye recently. Okay. Um, pushing the limits and... You you kind of know what'll work. I've you know not felt the need to to do like small scale batches too much because I'm like I'm, I'm fairly certain that this is gonna work. So you're not <laughs> brewing five gallons at home every time you go brew on the se- seven barrel that you brew on. Right? Yeah, yeah, it would have to be like something that I th- that I was thinking wouldn't work. Okay, for me to take it home and home brew it. Got it. Um, it's it's a little bit harder to homebrew when you do it all week. <laughs> like, I, I haven't gotten around to it as much as I used to. <laughs> When's the last time you homebrewed? We won't judge uh, you. Maybe, maybe like two years ago. Yeah. Get out. Oh, you wow. suck. Yeah. That wow. show's over. Really? <laughs> you were cool up until right now. Yeah. That's almost think, the last time I homebrewed, too, by the way. I think so. I homebrewed. I don't have any drainage at my house, so if I homebrew, it's going to be at the brewery. Oh, yeah. Oh. Which kind of... Like feels like well, it's you're the purpose. Then just, yeah. just brew. Yeah, yeah. yeah then spending the, the it's your pilot system. Right. And it's yeah, a whole day at work that you should be spending not at work. So mm-hmm. it's it's gotten a little bit harder to homebrew. 
Do you pretty much have autonomy in the brew house? You can brew whatever beers you want? Yeah, yeah. Pizza Port is super great about that. They ask what you did last week, not what you're going to do next week. Nice. So they want to keep record of everything, but they really won't tell you you can't brew something or you can't try something. Um, If it becomes prohibitively expensive, they might like... Sure. Say something, but I've never gotten to that point yet. So, yeah, who do the next limit I push? How much money can I spend on a patch? (laughs) Who who do you answer to in cases like that? Um, We kind of all self-regulate. When Ega left, we didn't replace director of brewing operations, so we all kind of work together at this point. Um, Gina really is the one I would answer to. Damn, Gina. (laughs) <laughs> and she, she, what's Gina her title? Marcelli is the the owner of the company. Gina and Vince, um, and Gina is really the one who's there. And they're still very every involved. day. Yeah, yeah. She's at Bressy Ranch every day. So if if there's an issue, I'll hear it from Gina. Or if it's like a finance issue, I'll hear from the finance guy. Okay. So there's there's a few different people working there now. It's become you know a bigger company in the past couple sure. of years. So do you guys purchase ingredients together and like yeah. establishing hop contracts and all that stuff? Just all the brewers get together. Yeah, so the head brewer, Sean Farrell, he's at Bressy Ranch. He negotiates our hop contracts and... Bressy! Bressy Ranch. (laughs) Um, He does all the negotiating for that stuff. Um, And we just kind of submit what we want, and he'll tell us what he was able to get. And if we need to come back and be like, no, I need those hops, like, you've got to go back and ask again, he would. Oh, that's cool. So, yeah, we, as the pub brewers get to kind of just order things from Bressy. It's become like, it's like the mothership. Yeah. Has all the ingredients. Kind of Could we just cool. talk about yeah. the name Bressy Ranch? Bressy Ranch. Second? Oh my God. Bressy. Like Bressy is like that bitchy girl you knew from high school. Like, oh my God, Bressy. I can't <laughs> believe you just did that. Oh my God. <laughs> is it a location? Is it like... It's, it's, east, it's east Carlsbad and nobody really knows where it is. So. Okay. So it actually is <laughs> like... next door to a mega church. Oh, it is? where it is. Yeah. And the church... <laughs> Yeah, they're they're a little strange. They love to use the parking lot at Bressy Ranch, and then they like forbid everyone. There's signs up all over the place, like no pizza port parking. Oh, but they wow. use your interest. But they like to use our parking lot. Well, they have Jesus on their side. Yeah, they, they, they have a mandate from the Lord. Bressy, oh my god! Cars, yeah. Oh my god, uh, So I, I've seen pictures of uh, you in the brewery, and it, it seems like you're always like uh, in some weird position, like reaching over. Uh, yeah, it's a really small space. I take it. I was now wondering where I'm... Tasty was going with this, but now I, now that I yeah. see, I, I'm relieved. From my live video <laughs> cam that I have set up in the brewery. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, if you see pictures of the brewery or if you go to Pizza Port, you can see the brewery. It's uh, pretty small, and it's kind of built on top of itself That's right. so that you're always climbing up and down ladders. Um, and it's really, really close to the customers, which can be a bad thing. <laughs> It's nice to get feedback and to be able to talk to people. It's kind of annoying <laughs> hey, when you're like hey, mid-pitching hey. yeast out of a bucket and oh. someone comes up and they're like, what's that? And they want to come stick their finger in it and you're like, oh, oh God, oh, God, oh, God. So it's not behind like a glass wall. It's in the... There's no... Yeah, there's, there's like a counter, like a bar that you eat at and then my fermenters. Oh, right. And I have top manways. So okay. anytime I want to do anything with those manways, I have to like... Pardon me, can you move somewhere else? Like, clean off whatever they were doing. Oh, no. Leap onto the countertop and then do stuff with, like, an audience. Because people are always <laughs> wondering what you're doing. I want to come right. watch now, now that you put yeah. it this way. Yeah, it's, see, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah five pictures, days right? a week, I'm there until... I try to get my yeast pitching done before the restaurant opens at 11. Okay. So that's usually my goal. Oh, I come in at, like, 5 or 6 o'clock, I can yeah. get that done. Um, but that would I'm, terrify me. 
It's it is terrifying. Yeah. Well, and it, I bet when <laughs> they, it's a whole batch of beer right there. Yeah. Well, I bet when they yeah. built it, it's like, oh, we're gonna do a, sh- it, it's gonna be a show, and it's gonna be a draw. People are gonna come in to like yeah. watch you brew. But as a brewer, you're like, fuck that shit. There's <laughs> no way. So on display, and so yeah. much so that people don't even they don't even know that you're brewing. So they'll be like, my kid threw up over there. Can you clean it? And I'll be like. <laughs> Uh, just one yeah. second. Like, get your mop yeah. out of the closet. Go for it. And they're like, yeah. I mean, it looks like the same stuff that's blowing off into that bucket. So uh, yeah. clearly, you're the peak yeah. cleaner. Yeah. Or my least favorite is when children come and ask me why the game ate their quarters. I'm like, I don't. I have no idea. <laughs> because like, your daddy I have touches no himself. idea. Because I'm so close. I'm the first person they can grab, yeah. and I'm alone. And I, the kitchen staff is kind of a little more separate, so. They tend are to they, come out. Are they, cry, too, are they like, crying? Yeah. Now Sometimes. I'm... S- Aww. You need Punch to have their, a jumpsuit. their little butts out of there. Now I'm seeing why they gave her this job. I feel like they were like, hey, just give it to Devin. It sucks. Uh, she's going to have to deal with the little shitheads losing their quarters. Yeah, it'll be fine. Nobody wants this brewing just, job. Just give her a fucking heart. Right. Right. the glasses like, once yeah, again. Okay. Yeah. Just give it to Devin. She'll she'll do fine. It's, She's the nicest one. She can deal with people. I was the nicest one. Now she you're me forever. Now you're that, snapping. That's what happened to Bebo. She was the nicest one to come and do the job. Yeah. And now she's boned. Now she's like, shut I've, up, JP. I've, yeah. I've heard Bebo used to be nice. I actually saw a Yelp review. So the brewer's kind of a bitch. Oh no. Like, oh, that's yeah, when you know you have one. Wow. So, yeah. Right. You, you knew. Ex- you're like, I must have been pitching at that time. She yeah. wouldn't let me put my finger in her yeast. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I just wanted to touch whatever was happening. And... That's disgusting. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that would get old after a little while, I guess. So but, it's uh... a real test of your patience. Okay. Yeah. How many fermenters do you guys have there? Three singles and one double. And then at the at the pub, you serve mostly off of bright tanks, or yeah, not I've got uh, kegs, Grundies, um, and they're kind of uh, they're old serving tanks. I'm not sure how old these tanks are, but the company that manufactured them went out of business in the late 50s wow <laughs> hitler built these tanks I think. Yeah. yeah precursor to the volkswagen they, <laughs> well it's, they're they still they're still very... working well you know. yeah totally. no, there's a lot of miscirculation no, there they are yeah. well for what they do yeah. yeah so i've got 11 grundies downstairs wow. um, and those are basically serving tanks those are serving tanks okay. yeah we've got to push it might be about 40 feet of line and it's upstairs. Oh, wow. So that's a lot of pressure. We've yeah. got to use about 22 PSI to get the beer to come out at the wow. proper rate so the carbonation doesn't either break out or make it foamy. Um, so you have to do like a nitro CO2 mix to push that distance? Nitro CO2 mix for sure, yeah. 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 And what they about... Just, they just texted me. They're like, the nitro's out. So uh, I already ordered it. <laughs> don't worry. Shut up. It's coming. Yeah. Uh, uh, what about the so that's a long length of line to keep clean too? Do you, yeah, is, do you guys have yeah. to change those out or just a, a really? We can't change them out. You because can't. They snake around the building. Wow, <sighs> was it <Really>? built? <laughs> was it built this wow. way? Uh, did, did Pizza Port build it this way? Or? It is the remember? Oh. It is the original Pizza Port. Okay, they didn't really <laughs> intend to have. I mean, when they first acquired the restaurant, nineteen eighty-seven. They opened. Um, they just had it as a pizza restaurant, okay. and they happened to have a bar, and they liked good beer, so they served good beer. Then the brewery went in in 1992, so they didn't build the building. I think the building's from the 20s. Okay. So they they didn't really have a choice in how it was going to be set up initially, and they just squeezed things in where they could. 
and the brewery is very obvious that like it it's got put in after the fact. Otherwise, you probably would have structured it. Solana Beach is itty bitty. Like you know, it's two blocks away from the beach, but it faces eastward. I think (laughs) it's the only one I've been to. Actually, I'm trying to remember now, but I think it's the only pizza board I've been to. Hmm. What's really great is it's right at the train station. Yeah, Yeah. you can literally be like, oh, I have 15 minutes. I'm going to go slam a couple of Devin's awesome beers and then Perfect, catch the yeah. coaster. It's, it's pretty sweet. Um, it is really convenient. But isn't your brewery like sunken It's about in? five feet sunken into the ground. Uh, there's a ladder there now, but for a long time, hmm. people were jumping up and down from the platform wow. on this oh, MC wow. keg. And I was like, why isn't it at least full of water or something so it doesn't tip mm-hmm. over? Yeah. And they went, huh. <laughs> wow. wow. You got Good a point idea. there. <laughs> this one's onto something. Yeah. <laughs> It, uh, she's is that the, the new one? head brewer. <laughs> is that the one with the plank? Yeah. That's the one with the plank. Well, didn't some guy fall and like almost yeah. bust his back? You guys got a uh, truck. I've like heard of one of our bartenders falling, but she yeah. was off the clock and was like having beers there. So it's oh, okay. like... So that a loose pizza goosey. port is and not I, OSHA's favorite. Let's I, put it yeah. that way. We don't know that. I don't want any visits from OSHA. In their brew house, they have like two by fours. To like, can, instead of you know, like a, yeah. most breweries have a, a catwalk they with railings. Have, how many two by shit. fours do you need? It's there's yeah, two, just yeah. two yeah. by really? four to like walk across as you're brewing. They did have it's a an piece IQ of wood. Test. Now it's actually like a, a platform. Oh, okay, got, okay. Right, Scaffolds, yeah, that you can like build yourself from well, Home Depot or something. But um, before I heard it was even sketchier. Okay. Yeah, Tommy came and brewed one day. We did the original Hot 15 recipe, which is just crazy. The original recipe. They truly picked the hops out of a hat. It was like... Oh, really? So out of order. It was like Magnum in the Whirlpool. <laughs> like, <laughs> check oh, no, honey. at, you know, two hours. Um, that was a crazy brew. But he, wow. told us, he told us lots of stories of, like, the way things used to be. And, oh, yeah. And how, uh, how much better it is now. <laughs> now I'm sure it's totally OSHA approved and yeah, safe. Good. For sure, yeah. Uh, let's talk about the beer that's in our glass now so we can learn about this one, too. What'd you pour us? Okay. Ha- uh, this is Santa's. Uh, Santa's Little Helper. So totally ties in with Tommy. Um, Port Brewing makes a beer called Santa's Little Helper. And they're totally, beer. completely different beers. So this is, yeah, dark beer that's super fresh. So I good. I brewed this recently. Um, and it's funny, when I got to... Solana Beach, I was told by the previous brewer, it's like, well, the only things that you have to brew are Mike's Pale Ale, and that's for the the man who taught Tommy how to homebrew back in the day, and Santa's. And I was like, why? And he was like, I, I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know. <laughs> Especially because Santa's, you know, they are different companies, different brands now, but for some reason, you're supposed to always make Santa's. Okay. Yeah. But it's not the same recipe. Not at all. No, I just completely read it. <laughs> <laughs> Are they going to sue one another? That's going to happen in five Santa's, years. Santa's yeah. other little That'd helper. That'd be great. <laughs> Second. So what is the beer itself? Um, this is Imperial Stout. Okay. What's the ABV on it? ABV, 8.5%. It doesn't That take- is the sweet spot for Imperial Stout. I love you so much. I was going to... The reason I asked is because I was going to say... It's more grain in the mash tun. Oh, right. For like a big dark beer like that. I have pictures of me with the grain just about to overflow. Nice. And I was like, mash tun selfie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. right here. Jay, did you that, think it was higher or lower? Lower. <clears throat> the reason yeah. I was going to... I asked first because I didn't want to sound like a dummy. I was going to go, oh, this is much lower alcohol than the, than the last one. 
Uh, but maybe like it's just my lower. perception. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, I think it's it has a little bit of. Um, uh, again, there's a little spice to it. Uh, kind of a cola note that I really like. Uh, and Like RC or Dr. Pepper? Definitely like RC. Thank you. Af- actually, <laughs> maybe even Tab. Oh, really? Uh, I'm sugar-free. I'm getting, I'm getting jolt. Uh, jolt. Get vanilla Coke. Uh, like it, it's like a really nice cola. and But some of that sweetness was making me think, oh, this one's much lower alcohol, which I appreciate. Like I... Actually, I appreciate that it has more, a lot of alcohol, and I don't taste it. That's what I like. Yes. Yeah, that's pretty much <laughs> Sneaky. Yeah. yeah, I like a sneaky alcohol beer. Uh, this is great. What do you think of this one, Nicole? I'm super into this beer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's really that I, I love Imperial Stout in general, but okay. I like one that I can drink a whole glass of. Yeah, it know? doesn't taste real like, thick not and overwhelming. coating. Yeah, it's not it's not... It's not very viscous. The, yeah, the mouthfeel, I mean... There's a full mouthfeel, yeah. but it's not overwhelming. Yeah. Um, and you can't have an overwhelming mouthfeel if you don't have the alcohol to kind of clean that up. So, um, But it's, it's one that you can actually enjoy. I feel like a lot of Imperial Stouts go so far that I can't even distinguish the flavors anymore. And this one, I can still pick everything out. I can still discern the hot flavors. I can still discern the bitterness. And it's just really a lovely beer. Some of it, the, that lack of... of- Viscous, you know, so that's not too much. Almost just seems as simple as the carbonation. Like it's just got a nice strong Probably. carbonation. Carbonation's pretty high. For it's pretty high, right? Out. Yeah, which yeah. is always just me guessing. So <laughs> I think, good job. I think you guessed right. Yeah, yeah. good guess. So thank you. Yeah. <laughs> because maybe it's just helping to lift it off the palate a little bit. But even still, it doesn't have that very. Well, I don't know what other word to use yeah. than viscous. That sort of very oily uh, flavor that can often yeah, happen. Motor oil, motor, yeah. Yeah, because I'm not a big fan of imperial stouts. I do like them from no, time so to time. Strong. I like them in little tiny sips. I mean, if you uh, were having a marketing problem, you could pass this off as a double black IPA or something like that. Because it's got some nice hops too. The bitterness is there. The hop aroma is there. There's this very distinguishable citrus yeah. character to it. Just but, speaking of marketing, does it, does it get sold year round? Um, the Santas at my location, yeah. no, and the Santas at Lost Abbey get sold twice a year. They do Christmas in July and do the release of the barrel age version, and then they have the regular version in the in the winter. Because it think. seems like it a mar- marketing dream, doesn't it? It's something that's just going to fly off the shelf in November and December, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, they have like the best label from the from port. Yeah, you never know each year if Santa's going to be blacked out or not. <laughs> <laughs> you it mean like blackface yeah, or exactly. like passed like out? Completely blacked out. Oh right, uh, black blackfaced out. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, sorry, maybe not quite that, but yeah. All right. I, I had a Santa, Santa's little helper this season for the first time in a while, and I like yours better. I don't want to cause any waves. <laughs> yeah. <but laughs> like yeah. Any other tricks to to this beer with this kind of a high alcohol, but this great? flavor that like is none there of us like are, a sugar edition uh, that we don't yeah. know about? none of us no, are complaining no sugar edition i try not to do that in the big dark beers because you do want to keep that body in there um and i think the carbonation is probably making it feel a little bit lighter but um it finishes really high actually the the first first time i had a beer this finished at six play-doh first hmm. time i had a beer finished at six play-doh it was the oatmeal stout that won a medal and i was like that's ridiculous <laughs> but it was actually the second time I this had brewed that beer. This does not taste that sweet. Yeah. But, um, it just doesn't. Yeah, it started out... I can't remember the starting gravity on it. So, but it, what but about the IBUs? around six. What um, do you, yeah, what do, you think is, what do you think is making it seem like not such a sweet Imperial Stout? I'm guessing like the, the carbonation on this is really lightening it up just that. a lot. 
What are the yeah. IBUs, do you think, on this one? Do you IBUs? Know? Uh, possibly 50. In the 50s? Yeah. Yeah? I'm not... And what are the hops? Off the top of my head. What are the hops? Do you know? Hops in this one, Chinook. Chinook. Just yeah. all Chinook? Chinook and Centennial. Okay. Yeah, it's that yeah. huge pine, like lemon pine. I think that's at work, too. I mean, I do think you're right with the carbonation, but I think there's some of that, some really nice hop character that's at work, keeping it from being too sweet also. It's a good beer. I think we Thank all want you. a pint of this Great one. Great work. And I'm glad there's not a pint available, because we would, <laughs> yeah. by the end of the show, we'd be a mess. Yeah. It would be those five-hour sessions. Yeah. yeah. But I will come down to the... The location, have a pint, then I'll have a great time. The location. Yeah, the location. Yes. Devin. I will meet you at, at the, the location. Devin, tell me more about your mom. <laughs> yeah. Like, is she hot? Oh. <laughs> that, that, that was my impression of Justin in the next, in three hours from now. Had we right. had a pint of this, absolutely. <laughs> or if this show just keeps going, Devin, you'll be invited back tomorrow. <laughs> Uh, well, it's great beer. Uh, j- people, so you know, you can go check out, uh, well, any of the um, uh, Pizza Port websites. Just go to pizzaport.com, right? Yep. Is that the yeah, website? Yeah, we've got our, our tap cams up so you can see what's on tap before you go if you want. I think I even saw like some brewery cams too, right? Like you can look at what's happening in the rooms or was it just tap? I, I clicked on something like what's happening now and there were like five different cameras going. Oh, if they're wow. recording us, I didn't, they you didn't, didn't know that. about that. <laughs> <laughs> Oops. Brewer's gun. <laughs> yeah. I hope not. Yeah, and you know, Devin's going to start wearing a wedgie on the brewery. <laughs> yeah, who needs that? <laughs> That's a mess. Oh, but uh, dude, it's so great. It's so easy to visit Solana Beach location on public transit. If you ever visit San Diego, you can yeah. hop on the train. You can stop there on your way to other other stops like, you know, Bag Beer, all these places are along the coaster. Yeah. Um, and yeah. it's just this, it's literally across the street from the train track. Okay, good so to know. Easy. I, I took the coasters. I took the Pacific coaster just the other day, so I didn't know. Now I know to just stop right there. You can't drink on the coaster anymore. <clears throat> you can't? It's really sad. I think that just went through February 1st or something. Oh, uh, that I, you know what? I remember, I think we did a news story on it, people talking about it, and it made me sad. Uh, they passed it, huh? What a bummer. Yeah, very sad. Yeah. But then again, I'm wondering how we got away with chance. it for so long in the first place. What a drag. <laughs> it's your only chance to sober up between some really rad breweries. Yeah. And Solana Beach is definitely high on the list. Okay. <laughs> is, is it close to where the NHC is going to be? Is it going to be easy to get from the hotel So that's basically like at the town and country. <laughs> and our party, we're doing our BNA 10 party downtown. It's if a bit up from there, isn't it? If you're anywhere close coaster. to like major transportation hubs, like Old Town and Downtown, then you can totally hop on the coaster. Then it's easy. Okay. Yeah. Oh, you, but you still take the co- that the Amtrak. Yeah. Yeah. Or if you're driving, that's like a 25 minute drive. Okay. From downtown. Just figure out your tickets in advance because I had I was like two beers in when I tried to buy tickets and I found it extraordinarily confusing. So. Oh yeah. And they're they're really not helpful at Amtrak when no. you try to buy coaster tickets from Amtrak. They're like that's coaster. I just I I was. <laughs> yeah. There was like I uh, oh man. I was trying to catch the train. Not helpful at all. You kind no. of know what you're doing. I almost <laughs> missed it. I was sprinting. I I stopped in San Diego and I was going to a wedding in L. A. And I'm sprinting for the train, and I have my suit for the wedding in one hand, and I got my bag in the other. And I'm running, and the train's sitting there in the uh, downtown San Diego, so like the last stop, whatever that one is. Mm-hmm. And the conductor, whoever he is, the train ticket dude, is standing outside the train. He sees me running from like a block away, and he's just looking at me and tapping his watch, yes. and he's saying, 
keep running. Yeah! <laughs> and he's yelling it to me, and he's not happy. Keep running. And he's shaking his head at me, yeah. and he's just like, just get on the train and hurry and be early next time. And, uh, but you now, need that, I think. I'm running, life. Dad. I'm I running. Do. I know. Here's the trick, Nicole. If you're late and you got to jump on the train, download the Amtrak app. Super simple to buy a ticket anywhere you need to do it. Get there the Amtrak app. Don't bother messing with the station or whatever else. Just get on the train, and then you just but show it to him. He's, he's it is Amtrak. But it, it is, but it isn't. It's there. Amtrak. Wow! Why? Download <laughs> the Amtrak app. We are very excited about the differences. <laughs> it is. I bought the. I, I was on the exact same train, the Pacific Coaster. Just okay. get, yeah, and they scan your little thing. I'm just saying, if you're ever late. Just don't buy a ticket. Just get on the goddamn yeah. train. Life right. advice from late Justin. From late, yeah. yeah. <laughs> if there's one thing I can advise you on, it's, uh, it's how, how to, to cut corners. It's how to cut corners, yeah. I'm recover from being late. There's nothing stopping you from just getting on the train and playing dumb when the ticket person comes around and trying your luck. It's true, but they're angry. And he, so it was the same guy who then came around and he's like, so uh, you were a little late, huh? And I'm like, yeah, you already talked to me outside. He was shaming I, you. Yeah, and I'm like, but look, I got my. And, but he was happy that all he had to do was scan my ticket because I had it on my phone. I, I at least so I made some points. Did he do you say think it loud that guy's like so never ever late to anything ever once in his life? Well, not only, so. Th- so that's a question. Yes. My other question was, really, I'm the only fucking guy who's ever late for the train? Yeah. Uh, I think the answer is yes. Ridiculous. Yeah. Everybody's late in California. Well, you. usually the train is late for you, so. Yeah. Or yeah. back when he does. He was, he was very offended. I mean, he was looking at me like, next time, buy, buy yourself some time. I, I'm picturing, very offended. I'm picturing the uh, library investigator from Seinfeld, Bookman. Was his name Bookman? Yeah. Yes. Very serious man. Never he been He was late. very serious. So, you know, in my brain, I'm envisioning you running against, like, beside a long, I was prepared for that. I was totally prepared for that because I would have had to, I had to wait like a, it was like an hour and twenty minutes till the next train. I was going to jump on. I would have held on to the handle right until the next stop, until Solana Beach. That's well, literally what's happening in my brain. Well, and if they didn't want you to do that, they wouldn't put handles there in the first place. That's right. And the little and the little place for your foot. Right. Would you have had to pay a ticket if you were holding on? To no. Outside of the train. You have to buy a ticket for that. There's no option for outside. There's coach and there's first. Class. If you're riding on top, you're cool. You're free. <laughs> I figured they would have just given me cred and they'd let you go. Because I would have had a suit and a bag and a hand on the rail. Uh, they just let you go. Anyhow, download the app if you're ever late, just so you know. Uh, all right, how about this? We do have some more beer to try. Uh, we've also got a game to play. So let's do this. Let's take a little break, and then we'll try some more uh, Pizza Port beer. Hopefully, Devin can keep hanging out a little bit. Yeah. And when we come back, we're going to play uh, a good game as well. I think we're back to uh, a game we haven't played in a little while. I'm stoked to do it again. Beer, not beer, right? Yeah, it's been like six months. I couldn't believe how long it's been. I love this game. I'm excited. Yeah, this is a fun game. All right, so Devin's <laughs> going to hang out. We're going to be back in just a few minutes. We're going to uh, grab ourselves a little break beer. We'll come back. We'll do beer, not beer, and try more of Devin's. Hang in there. It's the session. You're listening to the Brewcasters on the Brewing Network. Limited time only. Enter promo code BNARMY during January and February for 10% off any Monster Mill. 
Don't settle for the second best grain mill. You want a Monster Mill from Monster Brewing Hardware. Monster Mills are tough, come in two and three roller designs, and are made right here in the USA from superior materials for longer lasting performance. Pick the mill that's right for you at monsterbrewinghardware.com and take Bevo's advice. Trust me, it's always better to have a bigger tool than you think you need. <laughs> Monster Mills have the best warranty in the business. Your satisfaction is guaranteed. Visit monsterbrewinghardware.com now and check out all the mills and mill accessories. Remember, during January and February, for 10% off any mill, enter promo code BNARMY. When I order a beer, I want my server to know more about it than I do. I want someone who enjoys good beer and loves helping others enjoy it, too. I want someone who knows how to pour a perfect pint for every beer style. I want a Cicerone. The Cicerone Certification Program is creating the type of people who help you enjoy great beer. Home brewers and craft beer lovers know beer is more flavorful and complex than ever, and it takes some serious knowledge to store and serve beer right. Cicerones know beer. There are three levels in the Cicerone Program. Certified Beer Server, Certified Cicerone, and Master Cicerone. Cicerones are truly the sommeliers of beer. The best beer locations have a certified Cicerone on staff. Relaxed and unpretentious. Cicerone are tested on storing and serving beer, beer styles, flavor and tasting, the brewing process and ingredients, and pairing food with beer. Learn more about your next beer guide at Cicerone.org. Certified Cicerone, because it takes top talent to present a perfect pint. Do you know the three most important rules in brewing? Sanitation, sanitation, and sanitation. And no one does it better than Five Star Chemicals. Five Star knows sanitation. You can only sanitize clean equipment. And Five Star knows how to clean, too. For craft brewers and home brewers, Five Star has what you need to keep your fermenters, serving tanks, kegs and draft lines sparkling and free of any beer-spoiling bacteria. PBW, caustic, acid cleaners, star sand, Santa Clean, lubricants and defoamers, pH stabilizers, and more. Five Star Chemicals has cleaning supplies, safety supplies, heat exchangers, pumps, hoses, and valves. And Five Star is proud to offer eco-friendly products that exceed customer expectations. If you you have a cleaning problem, you need the five star solution. Visit fivestarchemicals.com or call 800 782 7019. 800 782 7019 and get the five star treatment today. Adventures in Homebrewing have the knowledge and expertise to craft their own gear and original recipes. Some of the things Homebrewing.org creates and manufactures in-house are the Brutus brew stands and propane burners, the serial killer adjustable two-roller grain mill with seven-pound hopper, custom stainless steel false bottoms designed to fit kegels, coolers, and mini-sized brew pots. And the BN Army receives 10% off their Homebrewing.org orders when they use coupon code AIH10 at checkout. The Brewers at Adventures in Homebrewing have designed a huge selection of original recipes for extract and all-grain brewing. Adventures in Homebrewing original recipes are tried and tested, proven to be of the best quality. And right now, Adventures in Homebrewing is shipping 24 of their best recipes for free. Visit homebrewing.org for the most current selection. Once you try one of Adventures in Homebrewing recipes, you'll keep coming back for more. And now, it's even easier with free shipping on these kits. And don't forget to use the current coupon code AIH10. Adventures in Homebrewing at Homebrewing.org. 
tonight is the night. We bring the creature to life, Dr. Blitzenstein? Yes, J.P. Lohr. Everything is perfect for my next fermented creation. My daughter, the storm is too far away. We'll never have enough power to isomerize the creature's alphas. <laughs> yes, J.P. Lohr, we will. For I have in my possession the Tower of Power! Glickman's new Tower of Power is the evolution of automation. Control hot liquor, sparge, and mash temps like a pro. The Tower of Power is a high-quality gas-fired rim system that works with your current brewing setup. With ultra-precision, the tower can hold your mash to one-half of a degree Fahrenheit. Precision and repeatability. The Tower of Power is the answer to automatic, fast ramp times. See more at BlickmanEngineering.com. Bring your next creation to life with the Tower of Power. Dr. Blickman's with the Tower of Power, you can probably give me an afternoon at the pub to Enjoy a pint? Don't be silly, J.P. Gore. We have beer to brew. Hey, dude, you know what beer this is? Oh, uh, no, all the labels are falling off. Yeah, or the ink is run. Well, if it's the pale ale, you're good, but stay away from the quote-unquote Belgian. Oh, man, this guy needs to get some grog tags. Grog tags are reusable, write-on, wipe-off, commercial-grade bottle labels for your brew. The guys at Grog Tag are homebrewers. They wanted great-looking, sturdy labels for your bottles, buckets, carboys, kegs, and growlers. They also wanted a label that not only looks good, but can be easily removed and reapplied during bottling without that nasty glue residue being left behind. No residue, water-resistant, and ice chest approved. Grog Tags stay on in water or an ice chest, and they stay legible. Visit grogtag.com to cut Customize your label or coaster from dozens of different templates for free and see how awesome your bottles can look. Ugh, it's that pseudo-Belgian. Yeah, we're getting him some Grog Tags, dude. Grog Tag. At least your beer will look good. GrogTag.com A few things happened 30 years ago. Arpanet migrated to TCPIP and the internet was born. Revenge of the Jedi was renamed Return of the Jedi and opened in theaters. Mila Kunis and Emily Blunt were born, beginning a rad fantasy in my mind. But all of that pales next to the fact that HopTech opened its doors and began blowing homebrewers right out of their mash tons. HopTech doesn't fuck around. Real people shipping awesome shit straight to you. Their new website is fast and easy to navigate. Or just call 800-379-4677 and let badass bitch Jade and the gadget guy Roberto blow their warm load of customer service all over you. So visit the site or visit the store in Dublin, California and support those that support you. Get your brewing on at hoptech.com. If you don't know yeast, man, you're missing out. White Labs Yeast Manager, Yeastman, is available free to any brewer. Yeastman is your direct link to White Labs Yeast Production Facility. Yes, you can check yeast availability, and yes, you can place an order, but Yeastman is much more. View yeast quality control and analytical reports. See your big QC day entries and reports. Get access to the entire White Labs catalog, specials on overruns of freshly made yeast, and customized options for your account. Yeastman is the only real-time online ordering in the business connected directly to factory production. Yeastman is always on and always live. It's the largest online marketplace for specialty brewer's yeast and related products. Visit Yeastman.com today and tap directly into White Labs production facility. Gonna brew? Yeastman to the rescue.
What'd you get? More brewing ingredients? Yep. You know what I love about Brewmaster's Warehouse? The $6.99 shipping. Well, yeah, but... Oh, the in-store classes for beginning brewers. Yeah, that's cool, but... Oh, oh, the brew builder. Creating and saving your recipes online is awesome. No, I mean, yes, but the cheese-making supplies. No. Oh, the wine-making supplies. Oh, the distilling equipment and liquor flavorings. All that stuff is awesome, yes, but what I really love is that the guy who runs it is totally hot. And and that brew builder software is awesome. Oh, yeah. Brewmaster's Warehouse brings you flat rate shipping on great equipment and ingredients to make beer, wine, cheese, and spirits at brewmasterswarehouse.com. And if you're in Georgia, stop by Brewmaster's Warehouse Monday through Saturday from 10 to 6. Visit brewmasterswarehouse.com today because it's totally hot. Oh, yeah. Segmented, demented, fermented, fermented. It's the session. All right. Hey, welcome back to the program. Thanks, everybody, for sticking with us. Thanks for hanging out at the Hop Grenade, too. we got a good crowd out there. For the kickoff to our SF Beer Week, we got a lot going on here this week. So it's nice to have Devin and Pizza Port in here hanging out with us, feeding us some beer. A lot of beer. Absolutely. A lot of beer. <laughs> a lot of beer. I haven't even touched what's on tap. I've just been drinking what she brought. Same here. Same although we j- for last. we <laughs> just dove into the tap, didn't we? What did you give us, Devin? Uh, this is Lucky Ducky Double IPA. It's nine and a half percent ABV. Great. Uh, <laughs> yummy. You got a ride home, Jay? Yeah. A lot of I, mosaic and citra hops, as well as Simcoe Amarillo Chinook. Wow. All right, we're going to talk about this beer. Uh, I haven't even tasted it yet. Give me one sec. Uh, get ready for our game. We're going to play Beer Not Beer, where we give you beer names, and you tell, if it's, tell us if it's a, a real beer or not a you beer. You forgot the or. Uh, beer or. No, it's just Beer Not Beer. I think that's what we <laughs> always called it before. It? Yeah. So beer not beer or not beer. It's, it's about know, the it's delivery. Beer, not beer. That's more so, you don't need the or if you have the appropriate yeah. delivery. It's beer, not beer. So beer. does the announcer maybe to beer. cut a new intro, then? Yeah, probably oh, so. Well. Is it an old intro or a new intro? It's Well, the game isn't that old. It's from when So we, it's the intro from you're before? old intro. Yeah, if <laughs> then maybe I did change it before, yeah. then yes, it is. Oh, I didn't Your realize I changed the name. She is. She's a really old intro, actually. So if you want to play 888-401-BEER... Uh, do I have to take line one before we get into it? Or? No, that remember I was saying during the break, the guy from New Orleans called for Mardi Gras? Now he's back to play the game. Is he drunk from Mardi Gras? He must be. Okay. He's called more than once. He's got to be drunk. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so that means we have a couple positions left. 888-401-BEER if you want to play beer or Thank not you. beer okay. with us. positions <laughs> left. On the, on the show. <laughs> All right. So Lucky Ducky, you brewed this beer. Yes. That is on tap at my pub. Yes. I'm proud of that, by the way. Thank you. Uh, Thank right. you for having it. Uh, so it's an Imperial IPA. Yeah. It smells fantastic. Just a lucky it's, there's a magical mosaic and Simcoe. I mean, mosaic and citra hops. There's Mo- Simcoe in there, too. Yeah, a lot of good mosaic. I, I love mosaic. People will give me like a single hop mosaic. And a lot of people don't like that. I like it. I know it's a weird hop. It's very powerful. But it is powerful, and it's it's super like earthy and strange, but I like it. And Passion the hops fruit. themselves, like when we yeah. got fresh hops in, we got fresh hop mosaic, they have like this pattern on them, on the leaves, which I'm fairly certain is where the name came from, but they're really pretty. Okay. Hmm. Oh. Oh, I just tasted it, too. That's Mom's good. really pretty. <laughs> Damn it, Nicole. Nicole's the one with all the your mom jokes Nicole, tonight. Were you doing extra sampling of the hand bottled stuff, Nicole? She had a lucky ducky at the braces. <laughs> no. What'd you say, 9%, 9.5%? 9.5%. Yeah. yeah. 
All right, passion fruit for sure actually comes through. Huge a little bit of fruit. a little you know, this is a compliment. A little bit of grape drink comes out of this beer. <laughs> like full on grape drink. I, I taste that, which I think is really nice. What were you saying? The other one tasted like tab? Yeah, yeah tab out of kind of old school, you know. Uh Justin knows all of us get delicious sodas. I, I do. These are all my flavor descriptors. This is all I know. This tastes like watermelon for loco. purple drink. <laughs> yeah, there's like a little grape flavor in that too, which I think is really nice. Um, it also does not finish too sweet or or gnarly. It's I, I got I, I I I feel like I'll sound stupid if I use the word dry since it's such high alcohol, but it's a little dry. It's a ten percent rye again. I love rye. Like if anything has rye in it, Bressy Ranch is like oh, more rye. Bressy, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Devin needs rye again. Oh, another palette of rye. Was like yeah. you should use ten percent rye. And I was like, oh totally. <laughs> <laughs> You're so right, Bressy. Oh my god. <laughs> so you think that helps with that sort of perception of dryness? Because what did it finish at, for example? Uh, this one two five. So okay. it's pretty dry. So okay. But it wow. still has a lot of rye in it. For a 9% alcohol beer, it finished at 2.5. Yeah. Cal wow. just rips it. Yeah. Wow. Low, really low mash, like 147. Like Again, okay. yeah, same low mash. The 10% rye hadn't done that particular percentage. This was a new beer um, that I brewed for double IPA and triple IPA fest. I was like, oh, let's try a new, new recipe and new kind of idea I had had about doing the 10% rye, so... And throw a bunch of delicious hops in it. Yeah. Can't go wrong. Can't go wrong. <laughs> now, you said Cal Ale just kind of rips through it. Is that yeah. Uh, yeah. A, a repitching? Like a, how many generations of Cal Ale will you use? I'll do um, ideally eight. And okay. usually I'll try to do something like double IPA at the end, so like something that's going to really like massacre it. Nice. Um, <laughs> just to get ready. Look, you're going to die anyway, just Cal. Just make it worthwhile. <laughs> and yeah. at that point, it's nice and robust and everything. Good call. Um, and then, I mean, if it's an emergency, I'll use it up to like Gen 10. Like if I really can't get a hold of something and I'm not brewing something really big or challenging for it. Okay. Um, but typically, like eight generations is, is That's kind of by the book, right? Like the, even White Labs will say like, hey, eight generations, you're solid, and then give us a call. Yeah, that's... Um, that's what I was taught at Pizza Port, and Lost Abbey does pretty much the same thing. I like the idea of throwing it into a big-ass beer at the end, because you know that they're all there, they're happy, they're... Go out with a bang. Go yeah. out with a bang, exactly <laughs> right. Well, it works in this one. Uh, and then you then you call for a new pitch. And basically. then I'll usually get a new pitch. Do you yeah. get a new pitch from Rusty Ranch, or do you get it right from... Um, both, actually. Uh, <laughs> traditionally, we've kept our yeast in buckets, which... Sounds gnarly, but it's... Bressy Ranch has it's very so much yeast in buckets. Oh, my and, God, Bressy. Well, the brewers are, like, afraid of <laughs> afraid of getting yeast in kegs, which is kind of... It's a riskier situation, what? but Bressy will send it in kegs. And the reason so, why, why being is, they can clean a keg... Uh, you can see inside a bucket, I think that's... What? Yeah. <laughs> you can see the bacteria. <laughs> so they don't have any problem sending out all bacteria. the beer in, in kegs. Right. No, but, I mean, yeast is kind of a bigger deal. It is, but, but a it, the keg is just as clean, isn't it? I mean, it should be. Yeah, yeah I mean, you hope. That's what a keg cleaner does. It'll clean. That's and sanitize the keg. Yeah, but I'm you cool can't look it. inside it. Right? Did you hear the story earlier? I don't think they trust the keg cleaners there. Yeah, right. But this right. is so. This you never is no. <laughs> but you can't see inside it, Tasty. What so. are you seeing when you see inside the bucket? Right. You know? 
You can't well, see the if there's any contamination. The bucket and, I yeah. guess you're right. You can't see like microbial stuff, but you can see if there's any schmeg left. Whereas inside, <laughs> yeah. what if what if the ball, you know, whatever the clean, I don't know what yeah, the cleaner like looks the, like, but what if it misses a spot? Well, you're a guy we're talking yeah. about the whole fallacy of cleaning kegs and putting a beer in and setting it out in the first place. To, yeah. to me, yeah. well, yeah, and I think that's, that's, that's been broke, a problem in broke, the past. And that's a big deal. To, to, yeah. to me, a, a keg is a closed container, so to me it would be more sanitary and less risky to push the yeast out of a keg versus opening a bucket if, and then lifting that into a fermenter, having to open, break the seal on the fermenter right. <laughs> no, that's and crazy. dump it in. I, I don't like doing it, but that's sort of, it kind of works out for various reasons. Uh, yeah, I mean, clearly I it works. Washer, right, yeah. They're winning if awards. Right, exactly. They're winning awards oh, and making great beer. So, well, also, I used to say the same things because of how much it was beaten into my head, like this yeast must be pure and clean and don't open it up and don't. So I used to, all mm. of those same things, except then there's the argument, if there's enough healthy yeast, it's going to outcompete anything. And, <laughs> of course, you're still being careful. I'm not saying you throw it on the floor and you scoop it up. Um but maybe whatever tiny thing would get in because you opened the lid and poured it in, it's going to be out-competed. Sure. A, Com- a, yeah, yeah. yeah, why not? Um, it has a defense system, whereas, like, straight wart or something doesn't. There's an, yeah. Ar- yeah, there's an argument. If, if you're making an environment for healthy yeast, yeah, there's definitely an argument for that. But I think a lot of brewers aren't even able to do that yeah. a lot of the time yeah. to make that healthy environment for the yeast. But also, like, when I went to that English brewery, uh, a great brewery... Um, you forget the name, though. <laughs> yeah. I always do. <laughs> oh, oh, I got it. Uh, but I talk about it a ton of times. Colonel uh, oh, yeah. in, in London. And they had these, you know, they're open fermenters. open fermenters. And they weren't like the big square open ferment. Not that it matters. But they were like a cylindrical fermenter. And the top was open. And I thought, what the hell are you doing? And and it wasn't in a sealed room either. Um, oh, really? But hmm. they uh, there was out pre- there was fans. So there was sort of pressure going out, out, yeah. of, out okay. of the room. And, you know, their beers were fabulous. And... And when I brought up this sort of same argument, the the idea was, well, look, we're pitching healthy yeast into a healthy wort, and the yeast is it, it just does its thing, and it, yeah. and there's just nothing but pressure going out, nothing falling mm-hmm. in because the pressure's going out. And anyhow, I'm just saying this. Would it, would it want a high pressure room so that nothing came in? There is. That's what I said. The pressure's going out of the room. Yeah, there's like fans sort of going. I'm just saying it wasn't like some sealed uh, laboratory room. That would make um, well, Anchor Anchor has those. They're open fermenters in a positive pressure room where they filter the air coming in. Yeah. Yeah. And so that that's what keeps everything. So the air is clean. Yes. And, but also positive pressure. Not that we're talking about the fermenters. You want but, positive, not negative pressure is what I'm trying to say. I didn't say negative pressure. We're absolutely talking about positive right. pressure. Yeah. My point here still is the the whole bucket method is I'm saying it's well, fine. No, it There's something to be said for not fine. putting pressure on the yeast too. Yes. If it's in a keg and it does happen to get left out of the cold box for an hour <laughs> by someone right. who doesn't know what they're doing, yeah, then you could have created you know a high pressure environment and killed a bunch of that yeast. Okay, yeah. Um, in the bucket, it's always always getting to breathe and it's never going to be under any pressure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. I'm just saying. I used I to make want... all these same arguments against it, and then, but the but the best brewers would come in here and kind of say yeah. the same things Devin's saying, and just don't worry about it. It's a healthy pitch. You're going to be fine. I just want to break out in some David Bowie right now. <laughs> what does okay. David Bowie? Well, I'm gonna get my Freddie Mercury voice out and be like, <laughs> no, we don't need that. <laughs> yeah, no, we don't need that. Right no now. under pressure. No, song. that's fine. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks for playing. So you get pitches from Bresti Ranch as well as directly from the yeast supplier. Yeah, so you can get pitches from Bresti Ranch as well as people share like in the community. Um, I just did a lager with some oh. yeast from Gordon Biersch, which is rad. Mm, nice. Cool. 
they have the best yeast. Um, they do, don't they? Like straight yeah. from Weinstefan, right? I don't know if there's this proprietary or if you can actually buy it, but it's nice to have it grown up for you and ready to uh-huh. go. Um, What'd you, you make it, with that? Did you get it from the, uh, the Czech brew Pills, pub? my first lager that I've ever made by myself. Nice. nice. So I did a step mash and everything. That's exciting. Oh, wow. It was really fun. How did, how did it turn it totally out? It totally worked. Did you um, like it? Turned out great. The yield was a lot better than it normally is with the step mash. Um, what were the steps? Hmm. 125, 145, and then I get up to 160 during sparge. So I was like, I don't really need to do that step if it's going to get there anyways. Um, so do you have a jacketed mash tun? Is that how you did the steps? Or, uh? um, I have a jacketed mash tun. I just did a really, really thick mash with, um, I usually lose oh, approximately yeah, 20 degrees. Mm-hmm. So I started with 145 water, uh, got my 125 mash as thick as I possibly could manage. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I just infused it and stirred the mash again, like half an hour later, with 165 water, getting me to one. Actually, I went a little bit hotter. I think I did like 170 because I knew I wasn't going to have as much water to put in it. Um, mm. And got my 145 step, held it there for like 40 minutes. Um, so do you have a hot liquor tank, or you just have water in the kettle? That no, I just have water in the kettle. I have okay. a hot liquor tank, but it's more of a holding tank. It's got it's no hot. heating element. Okay. So. So, all right. Dan yeah. Gordon will be proud of yeah. you that you actually did a step match. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We ask him every time. He, maybe you've heard. We ask every time he comes in. Is it necessary? Fuck yes. That's what I kept reading when I was kind of researching this and writing the recipe. People were like, "Yeah, it's, it's worth it." Yeah, and it was a pain in the butt. And I also, um, yeah, I did lots of stuff. I boiled the water beforehand, and I heard maybe that's not worth it. I don't know. I tried. Tried to do it right, okay, <laughs> in as much as I could. I love a good check with only pills. four fermenters. How did you manage the tank space and the uh, lagering? Period? Because I'm here at SF Beer Week and taking it. Oh. <laughs> oh, it's happening right now. Perfect. It was a chill. Oh. You know what? I'm fermenting right now. You know, what? I'm going to be in San Diego <laughs> next really week. Hard. Is there going to be no? If, if it's fermenting now, you're still going to age no, for another three weeks or something. Yeah, it's going to have some time. Damn and it. then if I get really hard up on space, like if I really need to move things. Um, and I've got some other brewers lined up so that they need to happen at such and such time. So okay. I was like, ooh, I will kind of have a tank free. Just a little window. Yeah, okay. a little window to do this. Um, That's great. Yeah, so it, it should be all right. I love seeing small breweries uh, brew a nice lager. Like once a year, is the, I think all you're allowed. Just squeeze it in, yeah. <laughs> and they're like, Devin, watch your ass. Yeah. You have a little bit of time here. Right. They're going to know now. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I like it, though. Speaking of brews you have lined up, you've done a lot of collaborative brews lately. Yeah, I did want to um, talk about Brewbies, because that's coming up. That's February 14th, although... That's right. You heard it correctly. <laughs> Brewbies. What is Brewbies? February 14th? Uh, Brewbies is Mel at Keep Abreast. She's been doing this festival for, I th- want to say, the past like five years or something. Um, it benefits Keep Abreast. It's going to be at Bagby Beer. So if you happen to not be in San Francisco and be in San Diego, you should go to Brewbies. Nice. Um, and I brewed a Goza for that, which was another interesting brew. Okay. Um, I ended up using... Oh, well, let me finish with that. <laughs> I did a Goza with Ladyface, Alehouse, um, Serena at Ladyface, and Ting at Eagle Rock. Um, <laughs> oh, great. And Mel. So we did like a big collaboration Goza and that'll be going on tap at Brewbies. Tell us about the beer. Um, it came out really cool. It was, I was going to do a sour mash, and then I got really sick that week. Like on a Monday night, I got sick, and I had this brew planned for Friday. And then, like, everything proceeded to go wrong. Oh, no. I was supposed to get Kolsch yeast from St. Archer. Tuesday, they called, and they're like, that yeast viability is shit. They were like, if you're not brewing with it tomorrow, like, you probably shouldn't. Okay. I was like, all right. (laughs) So that almost knocked it off the table. I called White Labs. 
they were able to very very last minute provide some coal schist, which is awesome. Thank you, White Labs. Beautiful. And um, so you you then were the acidulated malt didn't come in. Like the delivery was supposed to come in Tuesday, and the green guy was like. The acidulated malt didn't come in like they're out. <laughs> I was like, oh, man, this brew is not going to happen. <laughs> Everything's against you. And I'm, like, super sick. And I had to brew this beer on, like, the, I had to brew it that week okay. in order for it to be ready. <laughs> what what was behind here. your decision to use a Kolsch yeast to uh, make you a want, want to use, like, a, a Goza. You want to yeah. use, like, a clean ale yeast or a clean German ale yeast. Um, so you can use Kolsch yeast. You could use a few other choices but I, I knew Kolsch yeast was available and was going to be nice and clean okay, okay. and then uh, the Goza is like a salt coriander tart light beer yeah um, I was kind of inspired by the Anderson Valley blood orange Goza I've really had that, that yeah I love that beer yeah that's it's become really like a, beer. A, a my go-to beer the last few weeks we had it on six pack beer, after six pack yeah, yeah I'm stuff. taking it so that was the inspiration behind making this Goza um, but hadn't done it before and it was like 60% wheat is the recommended amount. And then if you're not doing a sour mash, you can use acidulated malt and achieve the pH that you want to achieve. And it was like, it also, though, turns your mash really turbid. So between the the wheat and the acidulated malt and me being, like, super sick and having all these people there, I was mashing in, and it was like cement. And I was like, oh, my God. I was like, this is, this is going to be the worst thing ever. Yeah. I'm going to have to like throw out a mash. Like This is oh, going to be no. terrible. Oh. But I added in, like more and more rice holes, and it actually was totally fine. Um, Good so troubleshooting. It was, <laughs> it was a fun brew day, but a hard one. <laughs> I was and nervous. Have you tasted the beer yet? It's, yeah. Okay. The, the beer is actually ready, but since we're releasing it, and we're doing two versions. I did one with pomegranate, inspired a little bit by the blood orange. And one just plain. So uh, those two beers, Pom Poms is the one with pomegranate, and that'll be a pink beer. Nice. And then Get Bongers like, is the uh, the plain one. Nicole, as if you for Doc, as if you have to explain <laughs> yeah. boob jokes. Yeah, which I would say the same thing to Doc. Doc, as if you have to explain boob jokes to us. We get it. <laughs> just want to make sure. Yeah. Uh, all right. And so that's being served where, just so everybody knows? That'll be at Brewbies on February 14th, on Valentine's Day. On Valentine's Day. At Bagby Day. Beer. Bagby. But I think tickets are nearly sold out, so. Okay. Well, then you have to buy so, scalp tickets. Now. Do it right now. Yeah. <laughs> and another place you can get to on the coaster. Yeah. You can stop I at Swan Beach beforehand. Here. I know. Our, we sort of do. It just sucks. Like we, uh, you can go from you can go from Martinez to Oakland on the Amtrak. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> yeah, and it's right next to so many great breweries. Well, there's oh. Creek Monkey right near the Martinez stop, so you yeah. can grab a beer there. Creek Monkey and then, is independent. And then when you get off at Oakland, I don't know. There's something independent is there, but okay. only if it's Saturday. Oh. Right. Anyway, I'm trying, trying for our little Amtrak up here. It's not that it's beer. It's not a three bar. No, that's true. Monster with awesome food. <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah, the beer and food is so good there. Good spot. Um, yeah. Okay. Of course, it's a good spot. Yeah, it's Bagby, right? Okay. All right. We're not going yet, Devin, but we got to play our game. I got people waiting on the line. Let's go. Let's play I, it. I think it's time for beer or not beer. Where's my intro before about, you uh, pot Well, first here. of all, let me just make sure I got everything in order. For one, it looks like we've lost a contestant in our battle. Oh, line three fall off? Uh, Damn it, uh, Beverly. Um, I did nothing. Uh, exactly. Maybe that's, that's the problem. problem. <laughs> yes. Whatever. I do more than you. Maybe it's beer <laughs> to nerd beer. <laughs> Bebo, you run it together, and it's some sort of I weird I was soliciting another phrase. call. 
All right. Waiting. So are you a call girl then or what? It'll be fine. It'll be fine. All right. Let's play beer or not beer. (laughs) That's not a beer, stupid. That's a country in Africa. I'm going to say that JP's rubber dick is not, in fact, a beer name. (laughs) You're an idiot. That actually is a beer. And now, beer or not beer. That's right. It's America's new favorite game, beer or not beer. Uh, Whereabouts play where Moscow will give us a beer name and our contestants have to tell us if it's a beer or not a beer. Do we help our contestants in this game, Moscow? Well, we've played it two different ways. We've played it so that people have to get three in a row correct. And if they miss one, you just will go on to the next one. Yep. Or we've played it so that they all stay on the line. And we go to everybody one by one and keep score. Well, that doesn't make sense because it's a 50-50 chance, isn't it? So we'll do the, they stay on the line if they get three right. Yeah. I like if it we, better that way. Well, because if, we, if line one says something and we say you're wrong and we go to line two. Yeah. It's better. Yeah. You got to get three in a row correct. <laughs> yeah. All right. So we'll do that. We run out of contestants. Our first uh, contestant <laughs> today is Mike from Narlands. Uh, or at least he's hanging out in Narlands. Mike, what's happening, buddy? What's going on, fellas? Hey, thanks for calling in and, and playing the game. And I guess you called in earlier, uh, having a good time. There was a, uh, I guess, a marching band from Concord in New Orleans. Oh, absolutely! Somebody from uh, a high school from San Ignacio Valley High, or something oh, like that. Just Ignacio Valley. High. Yeah, Ignacio Valley High. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So we lived just a block uh, from the parade route, and we were up there watching it yesterday. And this band, you know, came down the street. And uh, we have, uh, you know, uh, our bands here in New Orleans, mostly African uh, or African-American. Sure. And they like to dance uh, around and, and yeah. get soul going. Mostly and a bunch of little kids with flies. Yeah. Here comes this totally white, non-soul band yeah. coming down the street. It was from Concord. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Right. That's pretty much they were they were the whitest band I think we've had in a long time here. <laughs> well, how was how was the music? Was it any good, or were, was that also pretty it was, quiet? It was, good it was uh, stayed and uh, very you know on point, but not not very soulful. Did they play Beck instead of Beyonce? <laughs> it was all uh, it was very non. I, I, I don't remember that. Yeah, so I was drinking too much beer, but Beyonce and the uh, Grammys. I, I think Kanye needs to have a. Um, Little uh, uh, RTO or TRO on him. I think you're right. I don't know. It's, he's right. Okay. You are right. TRO. <laughs> All right. Here's what we're going to do, Mike. Uh, thanks for calling in. And we're going to read you uh, a beer name. You have to tell us if it's a real beer or not a beer. You have to get three in a row correct or uh, we're going to dump you. And here's what we're going to do. <laughs> we're going to uh, break up with you. Right. <laughs> Devin is going to help you out. So if at any point you want to ask Devin's advice on whether it's a beer or not a beer, uh, she's the one who's going to help you out. Are you ready? I am ready. All right, Moscow, give us our first beer. Up, 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 down, down, left, right, left, right, BA, start, select, brown ale. Ooh, can I get a repeat on that? <laughs> Thanks, Mike. It's up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right, BA, start, select, brown ale. Oof. That's a toughie. I'm going to say not beer. All right. Good Nintendo reference. Yeah. Uh, Mike says not a beer. That's beer. That's from Dogfish Head. Oh, of course it's from Dogfish Aww. Head. Uh, Too bad. So sad. All right, Mike. I'll tell you what. I'm going to keep you on the line. You might get another chance. So just... <laughs> Hang in there. Will press you? one and then press hold. Yeah. Will do. Thank you, guys. All right, buddy. What a song. Yeah, as, as their even... lifeline, uh, am I allowed to interject? 
<laughs> You're making not unless they ask yeah, for your help. <laughs> Just settle down over there, Devin. <laughs> we'll see if they. Uh, all did, right. you know, did you know that one? Yeah. Yeah. You did know. All right. So contestants that are hanging on the line, Devin knew that one. Uh, Beeb, is it still Jared on two? Yeah, everybody in the original list is back. It's still there. Uh, all right. Hey, Jared, what's happening, brother? Hey, how's it going, guys? Jared's calling in from Maine. You know the rules of the game? Yep. All right. Go ahead, Moscow. Ball tickler, Baltic porter. And now, uh, Devin is your helper if you need any help, by the way. Uh, I'm going to go with not beer. All right. that, just because I'm curious, Devin, what do you think? <laughs> and that's his final answer. I'm just curious what you think. You know, I have not heard of it, but I like the name so much that I'm hoping that it is. You're hoping it's a beer. <laughs> and if it's not, we might see it soon. It at, uh... All right. So Jared says not a beer, correct? Jared, Jared's right. Yeah, not beer. All right. Not All right. Beer. So it's available, Devin. All right. Yeah, Devin, feel free you know to use what I'm that. I'm making next. <laughs> I, I want a little credit on the label, though, please. Yeah. Really? Do you really want credit no. on the ball tickler label, no, Moscow? No, because I it to you. Because Devin, I'll tell you what, I will have our art department go to work to give you credit on Devin's new label. Devin, are you single right now? Yeah. Because you won't be for long if you make up your cold ball tickler. I'll be lining up. The, the label should just be Moscow's face, and it has ball tickler underneath it. Great. Ball tickler. All right, All right Jared, Jared gets another one. Yep. All right, Jared, It's next one's a Badonka Dunkle. No. Named after Nicole. Yeah. <laughs> Damn straight. <laughs> no, not beer. All right, Jared saying not a beer. Devin, what do you think? I think that is a beer. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Not only is it beer, it's from Port. It's from. <laughs> uh, Jared said no, right? Yes, he did. All right, Jared. I'm I gonna. Was... I'll keep you on hold in case we get to come back to you. So uh, hang in there. Uh, all right, let's go to. Ken from uh, Oregon. Ken, what's happening, brother? How you doing? We're doing very well. Are you ready? Do you know the rules? I know the rules, yeah. Now, hang on a second. What is Badonka Dunkler? How's that beer? Um, I didn't recognize it as a port beer. Uh, We've got a junk in the trunkle. Oh. Good one. <laughs> Clearly and the same seems, creative it mind. It seems like someone else would have done something like that. Well, Scott has point. been known to exaggerate. He'll, he might have seen that and then gone, oh, it's Badonkadunkle. It's I have, fine. I have I liked it. Badonkadunkle 12 totally. years ago. It's, I'm not it was, saying it's not. Yeah. 12 it's, years ago, it was in the pub for 10 minutes. <laughs> yeah. 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 You from, didn't know that? Uh, it's actually from Solana Beach. Oh, no. Sure. Yeah, oh, like, from 2009. Okay. You See, might have made there you it. Go. Right before, right. <laughs> Twelve years ago, it's a Dunkelweizen. That was before I got there. Okay. Okay. Two thousand ten. <laughs> All right, give Ken, give Ken a beer, and Ken, uh, if you need any help, Devin's here to help. Uh, All right. All right. Fuck art. Let's dance. Belgian triple. Uh, let's go with Devin on this one. What do you think? I think it's. I'm saying yes to all of them now, but I think that that's too weird <laughs> not to actually be a beer name. Like, I don't think you would have right. come up with that off the top of your head. I think Devin's <laughs> right, that's too. not beer. So, wait. Devin's oh. saying it's a beer. Devin's saying it's a beer? It's a beer. She thinks there's I no think. way Moscow made that up. Oh, that's okay. a fair point. Moscow is an artist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. well, uh, by some standards. Well, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, so Devin's saying it's definitely a beer. So let's go with beer. It is beer, yeah. That's from Tuul in Denmark. Oh, Oh, nice. Nice work. Devin comes through. Ken's Ken's got one. Audrey Hotburn IPA. (laughs) 
God damn it. <laughs> First of all, if it's really a beer, I'm angry about it. Just on, <laughs> yeah. on principle, obviously. Uh, but, Ken, uh, it's your vote, or, or you can go to Devin. Let's go not beer. Says it's not a beer. Devin, what do you think? I hope it's not a beer. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> it's yeah, definitely a beer. Audrey Hopburn. Much it's, to, uh, I hope yeah, it is a beer. Ahead. Yeah, it much is. to everyone's dismay. That's a beer. That's yeah. from Great Lakes in Ontario, ah. Canada. Good job, Great Lakes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Ken, don't worry. I'm going to keep you holding on there, and we might come back to you. Uh, now we're on to Captain Scotch. Captain Scotch is on the line. You know the rules, Captain? Yes, I do. All right, Devin's your helper if you need it in Moscow. Stupid, right. se- stupid, sexy Flanders, Oud Brun. It's a long name. Stupid, sexy Flanders, Oud Brun, Captain Scotch. Stupid, sexy Flanders. Why wouldn't it be a Flanders red? Man, oh. it should be. Well, what does Devin say? Um, I mean, I know for sure. Oh, that's okay. If you know, you're the helper. It's definitely a beer. Devin says she knows it's definitely a beer, Captain. You going to go with that? I will defer to the expert. All right. Moscow. That's beer. That's from Sun King. All right. Devin knows her beer. All right. What's next? Optimus Prime, double IPA. I'm pretty sure yes. All right. Captain says yes. That's beer. That's from Legacy Brewing in Pennsylvania. All right. One more, and Captain Scotch can win it all here tonight. And by all, I mean like a T-shirt or some shit. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. All of the T-shirt. Or some shit. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm owed a T-shirt. I'm owed a T-shirt. Are you already owed one? Yeah. <laughs> you might actually get it See, JP, time. I don't even get to yell at you about this anymore. Fuck, no, you don't. <laughs> Unless he's like, I'm owed it from 2012. That's why I'm smiling. <laughs> I don't give a shit. Two weeks. Uh, Only two weeks. Two weeks, Bevo. Two weeks. I know. I talked to him about it already. All right. Come on, Bevo. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Bevo. All right. Here's your chance. You're my boy, Blue Blueberry Wheat. God. Wow. Huh. You're my boy, Blue. Yeah, we we know. (laughs) We know. (laughs) Nicole, we get it. All right. You're my boy, Blue (laughs) Blueberry Wheat. What do you think, Captain Scotch? Do I, do I get a second from Devin? Or is it Absolutely, just, yeah. Well, Devin's... Oh, man, this is so much pressure. Yeah. <laughs> the, the winning decision. Oh, yeah. I believe that it is. <laughs> Devin says yes. It's yeah. a beer, Captain. Not 100%, but I think so. No. If I were playing and it were all on the line, I'd say yes. Well, I either get a shirt from them or a shirt from you. <laughs> uh, or nothing. Or <laughs> I'm, going, I'm going not beer. Not beer. All right, he's going oh, against oh, Devin, right. and he's saying it's not a beer. Moscow? If only you'd gone with Devin. That's beer. That's oh! from, that's from I, Brewing in uh, British Columbia. I'm on your side. <laughs> Why would you? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Captain, I'm going to put you on hold. Don't worry. You're not done yet because nobody has won. So we're going to go back over to Mike. You still got beer names going? Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, we'll go back to Mike. And uh, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to let everybody just pick up where they left off. That means Mike still has to get three right, Jared two, Ken two. If it gets all the way back to Captain Scotch, he still only has to get one right. So I'm trying to make it easy on you guys. But, Mike, you still need three right. All right. (laughs) Go ahead, Moscow. Gary Brucey Wildale. Oh, I hope so. God, I hope so. And I hope he comes and does an event at the Hop Grenade. Uh, Gary Brucey Wildale. 
All right, can I uh, ask a friend or a Absolutely, friend or... Devin's here to help. I hope that that's a beer name. <laughs> All right, then I'm going with Devin. <laughs> That's oh, not yeah, beer. beer. Oh, yeah. Moscow yeah, comes up God. with another good one, though. And I will. Uh, I liked it. Though. Our general manager Kevin suggested that that should be brewed with nuts. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, lots of nuts or bananas. All right, uh, Jared, that puts you back in the hot seat. You got to get two right to win it all. Go ahead, Moscow. Yeastus Christ Super Sour. <laughs> can you repeat that? Yeah, I sure can. Can you sing, can you sing it? <laughs> Yeastus Christ Super Sour. That was me singing. Devin, what do you think? Devin, he wants to know what you think. Uh, for some reason, I think that that's made up. I'm going to go now. Uh, By the Jew! Uh, he's agreeing with Devin. say? Not beer? Uh, no, he's agreeing that it's, yeah, it's, that it's not a beer. That is beer. Ah! Damn. That's from another one from Tuul in Denmark. Very clever with their names there in Denmark. <laughs> All right. worse at this. Hang in there, Jared. It could, could come <laughs> yeah, back to you. Cool with their Tuul. <laughs> All right, we're back to Ken. Ken, you got to get two right. Moscow, go for it. The Great Big right. Kentucky Sausage Fest Brown Ale. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what does Devin think? <laughs> Don't we all want to know? Yeah, yeah. He doesn't want to know if it's beer opposite. or not beer. He just wants to know what you think. I'm going to thumbs up that. Yep. <laughs> She's not saying it's a real beer. Right. She's just thumbs up it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, all right. She says real beer. I'm going to say not beer. All right. Ken says okay. not a beer. It is beer. That's from Against the Grain <laughs> oh, in Kentucky. No. <laughs> All right. Hang in there. Wow. Uh, it's not over yet. <laughs> okay. We're back to Captain Scotch. Now, Captain, you've got the best chances. You only need to get one right. All right? Yeah. All right. <laughs> Go ahead, Moscow. Poochie's Snout Stout. Poochie's Snout Stout. Poochie's. Poochie. Like as in a dog, like pooch, like poochies. I don't really like saying poochie. It's weird. Uh, <laughs> weird. It's not appetite. It's not good marketing. No. Poochie snout stout. I'm kind of offended myself. <laughs> <laughs> what is? What does the expert think, Devin? I'm gonna hope that it's not. Yeah. And go. Yeah. Go thumbs down on that. Yeah, but all those San Fran uh, uh, poochie bars that you can. Uh, <laughs> what? Dog. There's some dog bars. Here. Oh, the way you can bring it. I was yeah. like, I don't even know where this right. is going. Yeah. Right. Oh, I see. Well, that's true. We do have a lot of dog oh, bars. I know where yeah. JP going with that, but uh, Poochie. Um, sn- <laughs> Poor JP didn't say a word. That's uh, the shit. Poochie snout stout. Real or not? Uh, beer or not beer? I'm going no. That's right. It's not beer. There you go, yeah. Captain Scott wins it all. All right. Um, Congratulations. Well done, sir. Now we'll, we'll get you two shirts, maybe. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> or no shirts. <laughs> Still. Yeah, we're really not sure. Uh, all right. Well played, Captain Scotch. Thank you. And uh, thanks to all of our contestants. That got weird. Thanks to all of our contestants today. Uh, good names, Moskowitz. Some of them really should be beers. <laughs> and, uh, what was the one you liked? 
uh, uh, and some of them ba- oh, ball tickler, ball tickler. Have you brewed a Have you brewed a Baltic Porter yet? Yeah. I haven't. Okay, perfect. I've got some lager yeast right yeah. now, but I've only allowed one per year. So, so we might have to wait a year. Two. Listen, tell us not a lager. You have a good chance of winning the Brewing Network's Beer of the Year in, in, in 2016. If you have to, I'll be voting for you. Yeah, we don't even have to taste it. And the winner, Ball Tickler. Devin's like, that beer ended up really infected. I don't know how I won. <laughs> yeah. Nate's uh, a really big fan of that beer. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well done. Bevo, I uh, just sent an email to Bevo, Bevo at thebrewingnetwork.com. You'll get your prize. And uh, well played, Devin. Good advice you gave to everybody. Yeah. Was it, like. was it Captain <laughs> Scotch that you almost you, you tried to hand the victory to around earlier? Yeah. yeah. He, he, and he went against my advice. Yeah. Boo. Just <laughs> I don't know how to drop these calls. There we go. All right. I think that about does it for us, doesn't it? Yes. Time for us to finish our beers with Devin on or off the air. I don't really care. Cheers. And uh, get out of here. Devin, thanks so much for being on the program. Thank you. You're sticking around for a couple days in San Francisco, or you got to go back to work? No, going back tomorrow. Tomorrow. Okay. So not much SF Beer Week for you. Uh, came up on Friday, so had, okay. had some fun. Got a little weekend fun. What did you yeah. do at the weekend? Did you go to the bistro? Uh, yeah, I went to the bistro and uh, got there just in time for the announcements. Got to try some good beers. That's the IPAs. Uh, I forget. Is it the IPA or the double IPA fest? Double IPA and triple IPA. Oh, it's both now. I think IPA is later, and I can't remember I how much right. later. Like yeah. a month, maybe. Okay. IPA was so two, three decades ago. <laughs> yeah. We're yeah. on to double and triples. Did you enter any beer in that this year? Uh, yeah, this beer was entered in the double IPA. Oh, nice. And then Sippy Cup is entered in the triple IPA. Okay. <laughs> That's a good name. Too. They're all, okay. Yeah, they're all very like childish names. Yeah. So like, yep. Well done. <laughs> like ball Strong tickler. beers. <laughs> Soon to be. I like that the. T- I'm a. <laughs> I mean, that's a little childish. I'm I, a simple know. woman. <laughs> <laughs> I like that the TTB doesn't mess with you. Like, oh, you can't market to children with sippy cup. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Kidding. Yeah. That could be bad. Yeah. <laughs> like, kids don't know what a sippy cup is. Anyway, no. you could Parents know. You couldn't right. package it and sell it. Like. Yeah, but you can in do a that supermarket. The, but your pubs get free reign a little good. bit. That's good for now. Yeah. Uh, what else did you go to this weekend? Anything? Um, went to just some other, oh, like the meeting of the guilds. Okay, yeah. Uh, that was cool. I'd never been to Zeitgeist before. That's a good bar. Yeah, was, it was really good. Uh, nice I wish it wasn't like there's so many people there. Um, so I'd love to go back another time. Yeah, Zeitgeist is chill cool. on that patio. You should yeah. do an event there. It's a no. good spot. Yeah, totally. Yeah. There's someone lights up next to you. There's some weed smoking at the Zeitgeist. Oh, yeah. yeah. Cigarettes on. Yeah, yeah, I'm used to it. Oh, cigarettes there, too? Oh, yeah. yeah. Ah, you know, it's a punk bar. You can do whatever you want. Yeah, there's some charm in that. You can still do whatever the fuck you want. I kind of like that. Uh, yeah, Zeitgeist is a good spot, though. Zeitgeist was cool. Rare Barrel has some great beers. Oh, did you go to Rare Barrel? Yeah. Specific- okay. And I've been before. I was here like a month ago. Yeah. Only fun. some of their beers are great. <laughs> from, yeah. from what I hear. We, we should mention for folks that might not have seen it and for, for Devin, who almost certainly didn't, that uh, we gave the Rare Barrel the beer of the year on the award show that we do uh, yearly. The only um, a- uh-huh. award that means anything to us. All the other ones are retired. The beer of the year that we only give out once a year. Yeah. yeah. And we actually <laughs> gave it to them for every beer they make, just because we couldn't decide on one. They're all stellar. And awesome. uh, we got a package unannounced uh, in the mail, I think on like, you know, Thursday, that was every single beer of that they've made to date. That's uh, rad. Along with a letter, <laughs> a wax-sealed letter 
a, a rare barrel wax seal, and it was just, yeah, here, you, you know, you like the beer of the year? Here you go. And by, and by we, Scott wow. means him at his house. Yeah, it is in my house. Right 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 sure. He's not going to share them with any of us. <laughs> it's jacked up. <laughs> yeah, Luckily, you gave they, me one, and I set it aside, and it's now not where I put it. <laughs> you did. Bebo, you left it yeah. at room temperature, baby. Yep. I took it and put it in the fridge. <laughs> then I take back the oh, dick. Thank you. It may, at least in this case, I don't think they all fit at Scott's house for too long. So oh, no, maybe they do. we actually will get oh, them. He bought a new fridge. Yeah, he's like my dad gave me a fridge. Uh, yeah, they sent that was actually really amazing. They sent us every beer they've ever made, basically, right? Oh yeah, that's that's awesome. Awesome. Isn't yeah. Sorcel there? Uh, it, oh, and yes, Alex, uh, co-founder Alex, wrote on the label all of the names. He wrote like it's pronounced this way, and like you uh, know, with accents over the e, like pronounced and sorcelid. Doesn't matter. We're still not going to say it right. <laughs> right. Yeah, he wrote them all out phonetically, but yeah. not very well. Uh, like I, I. Sounded them out. Didn't help. I still maintain, <laughs> fuck them and their stupid names. I don't care how nice they are to us. It's stupid names. And they signed it, uh, Rare Bear, B-E-A-R. <laughs> nice. Hot. Oh. <laughs> rare Bear. There are little Rare Bears. They're so cute. There are little Berkeley Rare Bears. That's adorable. That's how we refer to them from now on. All right. Well, Devin, thank you so much for coming up and hanging out with us and sharing beer. That was great. Of course, thank you. Now i got to come to your place and drink some more beer. Please. It's all, it's all very good. Uh, so we had some fresh stuff out of the bottle. We got some fresh stuff on, on tap. If you want to come try some Pizza Port beer, it'll be here uh, probably all week long. We'll have at least one of your beers on tap. And then we'll put a bunch back on on Sunday when we do our All-Stars because they definitely fit under that category. We've got a Nitro beer of yours even. Um, or, or, or of Pizza Port, rather. I yeah. don't think it was yours specifically. But uh, it's like an English pale ale that, we, that you guys put yeah. on nitro. It's yeah, good. That's no. what I'm drinking. County Actually, wine, I think. Okay. There you yeah, go. That's out of San Clemente. Great beer. Beautiful. So come by the Hop Grenade and try some Pizza Port beer uh, this week. Tomorrow night, we got Society Brewing Company in here. And then Wednesday, we got cheese. And Thursday, we got schmaltz. And Friday, we got Firestone. We got lots of stuff happening all week long. This was just the sort of kick it off with, with Devin and Pizza Port. So thank you again for being here and sharing the beer. And uh, did I miss anything, Moscow? No, uh, we're back on the air next Monday with uh, Kelly Taylor. He's of uh, Kelso Beer Company, and he heads up the New York City Brewers Guild. So for your East Coast uh, beggars, there you go. Beautiful. And don't forget, we got uh, lots of other shows. Uh, Dr. Homebrew uh, airs on the BN a couple times a month, and we've got the Sour Hour uh, that airs every month. We've got Jamil's show, uh, which is Brewing with Style, and then also uh, Brew Strong with John Palmer. There's all sorts of, uh, you know, when you get tired of us. Right. Which is difficult. It's tough to do. It's tough to do. I mean, Uh, we haven't done it yet. We've got lots of other shows. (laughs) We haven't gotten tired of us. Is that what you mean? Yes. I'm not tired of you, JP. I'm not tired of you either. It's been nearly 10 years, and you're you're as handsome as ever. I feel like more handsome. I feel like at our anniversary party, we should treat it like a romantic anniversary (laughs) and all Uh. buy each other gifts and talk about the things that would actually be nice i'll send out a vine <laughs> of, of uh, justin and jp making out later oh that should have like, that's old news we should have a table on a stage like low lit and then we just Candles. go and then we have a candlelight dinner <laughs> yeah. while everyone just stands there and goes Rose what the petals? fuck is going we on? don't no presentation whatsoever Nothing. No, just 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 soft a, chat to ourselves sweet, on stage on stage at bna 10 yes 
That's a lot less work than doing the bands, so I'm <laughs> yeah. kind of into it. Good. Uh, should I wear a skirt, do you think? Or <laughs> No. Um, Devin, do you have any heels I could borrow, maybe? <laughs> Absolutely. A nice yeah. blouse? A pantsuit, I think, would be fine. Oh, I could do pants. <laughs> yeah. A pantsuit. Yeah. Now we're back to the 80s again. Right. I love a good pantsuit. <laughs> well, why good wouldn't Lord. you? <laughs> um, I have Jacob from Cincinnati on my oh, uh, He wants to tell you how awesome he thinks you are oh, and then, yes. that you made his entire life better. I better take this phone call, guys. I mean, I really you, important. I thought that guy's ego this guy sounds like he knows what he's talking about. Jacob end on a must be really there. sober. Jacob, what's happening, brother? Hey, buddy. How are you guys? Oh, just great. <laughs> oh, stellar, Jacob. How are you? It's going to get creepy. I, I'm. It's, it's get getting creepy. better because... Because oh my gosh, voices! But the 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 beer. Others. Okay. Um. So so I had a crappy night, but, but how's it, the uh, I listened to what? Just carry on. Yeah, Go don't on. worry. Let the it. man talk. Okay. 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 So I I left my lights on at work, and then I got stuck at work for like an hour, and so they like jump started my car, but. I listened to the Brewing Network, and it made me feel better. Oh, so that's nice, Aww. isn't it? It, it? You guys are the best. I couldn't do it without you. <laughs> and then, so I finally get home in Cincinnati in, at 11 o'clock. And, and, and so I'm like, I'm going to call in. And so I have to, you know, drink a couple. I can't not drink beer and call in. Sure, that'd be so right. I had, I had three IPAs and a salad within the last 30 minutes. Wow. And they were delicious. In the last 30 minutes. <laughs> no wonder he loves us. You're yeah. feeling better now, huh? Uh, what, IPA, what IPAs did you drink? Uh, uh, let's see. Uh, two Sierra Nevada Pale Ales. Okay. Um, so pale Sierra ales. Nevada <laughs> Boomerang. Oh, and really a good. local sour from uh, River Rivertown. You guys had them on a couple years ago. They were good. They were oh, really we good. Uh, and the sour yeah, beer was nice? Yeah, it was, deli- it was a, a Flanders Red. And and I really liked it. How did that? And how I'll did it make you f- feel? Did you feel good? It, it, happy or what? It made, it made me feel warm inside. Okay. I mean, well, that's that's what I'm nice. Are the lights still on on your car? Right <laughs> yeah. Good yeah. question, Beard. Yeah. I'm home now, so it's yeah, but, <laughs> but did you turn the lights on? Yeah. All right. Well, I'm glad you made it home safe. You know, that's a that's a positive. You guys are the best. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, brother. <laughs> Thanks for the phone call. All right. See Cheers, Cheers. Yeah. Thanks for the phone the call. Was See, it's hard to make too we much fun of him. He's very sincere. <laughs> I just want to hug him. I know. At the end, he's like, I just, listen, I was lost, and now I'm found. Jacob, <laughs> if, you ever come to, if you ever come to NHC, just come over, and I'll give you a big old hug. There. Just Nicole will give you a big hug. Let me just clarify. Nicole is short and thin. <laughs> <laughs> no, no movie. Beverly. <laughs> Beverly is also short but taller than Nicole and not as thin. Right. I have larger breasts. I will not hug you. However, <laughs> you will feel warm on the outside after I cut you. Both do have badonka donk, so don't confuse that. Mine is from fat. Nicole's is from working. From, is from junk. <laughs> one's badonka donk, so, one's junk in the trunk. So, oh, I see. Yeah, yeah. I always mix that up. You do. One can twerk, oh, the other can't. trunk in the trunk will hear yeah. you. Oh. oh, really? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know which one can twerk. Which one can twerk, Beardy? I thought that's we how it worked. twerk it out. <laughs> what? I we, thought you needed uh, junk the, the, and not bedunk. Right, right, exactly. I thought you needed more junk than bedunk. shut up! <laughs> God damn it, Fuck! Let me just tell you, 
nothing about this twerks. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not buying it. I haven't found a diet that twerks for me. <laughs> so bad. I also do need to mention that we've never had Rivertown Brewing on the show. Yeah, I didn't remember a Rivertown. No, Although I don't remember anything. Years ago, so. They were really good. Oh. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> That's our best reviewed show. You, you can't just let them have it? <laughs> it sounds like a review of mine. Uh, yeah, I went to this place and I had a beer from a thing and it was okay. Yeah. And it really wasn't very not good. Yeah. Well, I was going to say I'll look into booking them, but you're right. They were just on, so fuck it. See? All right, so let's get out of here. Are we done? Uh, Well, we have Twitter game that we didn't play in the first part, but now we have the results. How do we have results of a game we didn't well, play? Well, because I, I mean, I still push it on on Twitter. Oh, that's nice I was wondering game. if it got what canceled. Was it? We so, didn't what play was it. the game? Yeah, good job. Uh, is it brought to you by anybody? Uh, no. Okay, great. <laughs> by your mom. Cool. It's brought. Yes, our Twitter game is brought to you today by Ball Tickler Porter, oh, the good. new beer from Devon. <laughs> Absolutely, and, the future uh, release. Yes, coming, coming to a brewery near you. <laughs> well, uh, I thought since uh, you know, uh, apropos of nothing. Uh, uh, um, uh, this week is SF week, so uh, I was wondering what Doc isn't here, obviously. So I thought maybe he's out partying. I'm, I'm channeling him. Nicole, stop I'm it. channeling him. <laughs> See, Nicole, stop, stop. for once. And by the way, stop it. She is channeling him. <laughs> if you think about it, she's right. Uh, <laughs> um, I'm about to channel Roger right now. <laughs> uh, so I want to know what Doc's uh, uh, SF Beer Week survival mode is. What's his survival again? How's he going to survive this stupid 13 days of beer drinking? How did you write this in a 140 characters, specifically, when you put out the What game. did I say specifically? Yeah, I'd like Doc, to know that. SF Beer Week survive. Question mark. <laughs> <laughs> and, the, and the Twitter sphere was like, oh, I get it. Yeah. Uh, I don't know, man. I'm going to dig through and figure this Well, I'm this just curious because it's a little, I mean, I get it, but it, that seemed like a lot of words. Well, I mean, it, I didn't write all of the words, but I like to lead into everything, you know. <laughs> You know, that's how I do All things. All right, what were the answers? No, now I'm going to figure it out. Now we're going to sit here, and I'm going to scroll so you back find through. The, yeah. uh, wow, you got a lot of responses, huh? I can't figure it out. Okay, so the, the responses are, this is from Brooks Edmund. He says, Doc will become so inebriated, he's unintelligible and won't shut up. In other words, business as usual. Yeah. Craft Beer Culture writes, Doc, uh, Doc's SF Beer Week is the same as usual, gets drunk, slurs, and relies on others' generosity to stay alive. <laughs> uh, uh, what do you mean? Uh, Kelly Wingert says, uh, Doc doesn't need a survival plan. He's made it this far without killing himself. Doc's indestructible. That feel might like, be accurate. I feel like yeah. Doc wrote that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Signed, not Doc. Yeah. On Twitter, he's known as Kelly. Uh, Nat Hudson's Haney uh, says, uh, compared to Burning Man, SF Beer Week might as well be a detox. You know what? That's another <laughs> yeah. good point. Yeah. Pretty accurate, right? Yeah. Uh, Austin just writes, he brings his wife. Ah! <laughs> Ouch! Ooh. Yeah, she's not a lot of fun. Very sober. No. Kind of not true. a lot of fun. Von Brusky says, "Who cares? It's not like he'll be sober enough to remember if he ever had a plan, anyways." Might be true there. <laughs> Might be true as well. Sean Carney says, "Daily Sex in the City marathons and Ben and Jerry's." <laughs> okay, I don't know. You got to recover. I mean, I don't know, man. Uh, Austin Pushkar writes, "A liver transplant." Yeah, he doesn't need that. He's pretty solid. And last but not least, our own Terrence Green says, spend less time drinking and more time motorboating. Hmm. He would like to do that. However, I don't he's think... He's too short. And he's too drunk. He could, like, stomach boat. He, 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 he can, like, motorboat. Yeah. He could motorboat me and you and our fat stomachs <laughs> is what he could do, is what you're right. saying. Uh, and that's it. There you go. Results. Uh, um, yeah. Results. I don't know. I remember some of them being good. One, not an <laughs> 
Uh, the, the indestructible one. one is pretty good. <laughs> yeah, uh, the detox one's pretty good as well. The slur one was pretty good. Too. I like that one, the detox, and the Burning Man one. Those are the three I like. Uh, the Burning Man one is the detox one. Oh, then I voted there for it go. twice, apparently. <laughs> that so that's the one. Yeah. All right. Good job, man. There you go. All right. Send an email to Bevo at thebrewingnetwork.com, and sometime between now and 2016, you'll get a prize. Maybe. Don't turn into J... Never mind. Well, no, I'm good, actually. <laughs> I sent things out. No, I'm usually pretty good. Um, however, general Just... announcement to anybody listening who has won this game in the past. I haven't gotten any emails in a couple of weeks See, from Twitter winners. See, that's my fucking problem. It's their people own think, Y'all need to email me if you think, want anything. People think that they email you and then they don't and then they cuss you out an email and then you go, I didn't get anything from you. And oh, then nope. I cuss you out. Yeah, and then, and then it's like, I didn't do shit! <laughs> Alright, Bevo, that's B-E-E-V-O. There are two E's. Yeah. At the uh, Brewing Network. It's amazing how many yeah. people go, hey, uh, tell Bevo I said it's hi. It's Bevo. Bevo. I've been listening <laughs> for 10 years. <laughs> yeah. Do I need to like create every spelling for the email and forward them all to Bevo, Bevo, yes. and Bevo and Krusty are my favorite. There's, there's Devo, there's Devon, there's Bevo. Yeah, <laughs> gotta get them all in there. All right, good game. I'm glad you played it without us, JP. I like that. Well, I do that all the time. Oh, you do? Yeah, you just don't know or ask, right? Or give a shit. Jimmy's always playing with himself over there. <laughs> and a good job of it. Thanks. All right, so we will see you next week. And uh, Devin, we'll see you next week, too. You're invited back. Yeah. Are you ready? Yeah. New co-host. You don't have shit. Yeah, you don't have shit to do. You got a lager brewing over there. You got like a couple weeks to wait around. Yeah, and we got two bathrooms in between. <laughs> so. All right, let's get out of here. We're going to go drink more uh, pizza port. We'll see you next week. JP, do your thing. Thank you to our show sponsor, More Beer. You can get absolutely everything you need to make great beer at home by going to morebeer.com. Devin from Pizza Port Solana Beach in San Diego Territory brought loads of IPAs and tasty beers to us, and we thank her for that. Follow JP on Twitter at MajorJip and find out why. Just why. Warren was here still looking like a total, complete asshole. For some good beer inside and homebrew info, follow Nate Smith and Nathan Homebrew and Mike McDowell at Tasty McD. Production direction on the session has been Pushy Jack. Today's show has been produced by Scott Moskowitz. JP had a time. Bevo was questioning her entire reality. And your host was Justin Crossley. Be sure to find the Shut up, Beardy. Didn't we fire Beardy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. JP's an asshole Just cleans up my sky And when in the race JP does great as his cherry